thank you for tuning in to the 137th episode of Gameware Express. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Friday, July the 22nd, 2016. I'd like to remind everyone right on the top, if you're going to be in New Orleans next weekend for MechaCon, we will be there too. And we're going to have our own panel Saturday, July 30th at 5 p.m. And I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> in panel room three. So we'll be glad to see you there for that. Stephen Martin, how are you doing this evening? Hey, it's great. It's a great evening. It is a great this evening. It's wonderful. Neil Bonham. Yes, sir. Back again. Back again. Guess who's back? Uh, Neil is back. Neil Bonham. Tell yeah. your Arms. friend Vaughn Venters. Hi. How you doing, Vaughn? Pretty good. Pretty how your good. feet doing? Uh, much better now. That's good. Much I heard you, you know you were walking a lot last time we talked. So. Yeah, I took a, I'm taking the week off from walking around a lot. That's good. I'm sure we'll get some more of that later. But first, we have a last minute, very special guest on the show this week, all the way from the West Coast, best coast of the United States, Baton Rouge native though, partnership associate at Twitch.tv. Please welcome Mr. Brad Ramey to the show. Welcome, Brad. Hello. Thank you for the clap. I appreciate <laughs> that. That's that's nice. It adds a little flavor to it. Yeah, definitely. Can we drop in some like applause? Just like, please cue, cue, cue the applause track. Real. Thank you. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go find that on the internet. I want us to like after the show. We'll make our own like clapping noises. And cheering. Why do we wait, why after, after the show? Can we do it right now? Yeah. yeah. Bread All right. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> for the record, neither Vaughn nor Steven clap for me. Just want to throw that in there. It's too much noise. <laughs> yeah, I'm already happy for you for being here. So. Oh, there you go. Thank you. I appreciate You're happy that. for him. Yes, you're not just happy. He's here. This is an honor I mean, to I'm be here. I'm also happy he's here. But I mean, <laughs> off topic, but if, if West Coast is best coast, does that mean East Coast is the Beast Coast? That's what to, I've. That's what I've heard. You have to turn into a, a different podcast for that. <laughs> Brad, I'm so glad you're able to join us. Baton Rouge native moved out to the West Coast. What three, four, or five years ago? I think it's been five years now. I don't remember. Yeah, it, I think it's, it's been, been five years though. How is it escaping this treacherous, hot, humid land? Hot and humid is the best way to describe it. Um, <laughs> every time I come back, I come back, you know, once or twice a year to visit family, see mm -hmm. my mom, that kind of stuff. And uh, every time I step off that plane and, like, step out of the airport, you just I want to like, immediately get back on the plane. Anytime I go to L.A. for E3, like, I get back on the, get on the plane. It's nice and cool in Los Angeles. Then as soon as you, like, get on that little tunnel, you just feel it. Just oh, it's, feel it it's as you're disgusting. On the plane. It's it, no good. It's the worst. So, partnership associate at Twitch. How long have you been, what, two years at Twitch, I believe? Uh, no, coming up on a year and a half. Year actually. and a half, okay. Yeah. So, what does what do you do? What does that mean as a partnership associate? What are uh, your roles at Twitch? Wow. Uh, what what a question. What the hard-hitting <laughs> questions right here. Only what, the best. What, what exactly best. would you say you do? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of TPS reports, I think. Is, uh, <laughs> I come in on Saturdays, it's awful. No, um... So I work in the partnerships department. Obviously, uh, our partners on our site are the ones that are able to monetize and make money and okay. sell subscriptions and stuff. So you're like the that. one who hands out that like coveted subscribe button. So I'm not technically. That's not me. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of at the end of the process. Like after you apply and get accepted and go through taxes and contracts okay. and stuff like that, I'm kind of the the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> you know, it's a, I am pale as well, so I guess. It makes hey, I'm sense. right there with you, brother. Yeah, so it's yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, I'm the guy at the end of the tunnel that welcomes you. That uh, I give them all my contact info, and okay. I kind of just help them 
learn about how to monetize effectively and right. answer any questions they may have. Because obviously them. the more money they make, the more money Twitch makes too. Nailed so you it. have to help market them as yeah. well as them produce the content themselves. Exactly. Exactly. So I just make myself available for any comments, questions, concerns they have. Mm -hmm. I, you know, watch their growth. I help them in any way I can, mm -hmm. whether that's like putting them on front page or partner spotlight or right. anything like that. Is what I do. Is, does it work? I've always wondered this because I'm sure y'all have many partnership many people in the partnership program sure. yep. is it like you have your little umbrella of people you found and these are yours you help curate them or is it more of like everyone's just kind of everywhere and y'all are all there to help all you know everyone so like we're obviously all available to help people right um i'm the only one currently on the team whose main focus is kind of like account management okay right uh we have other people that do onboarding content evaluation uh, uh, analysis, like that run mm -hmm. mode reports and get stats and all that kind of stuff. But I'm the one that, since I started there last March, um, that is primarily focused with helping new partners. So okay. every new partner that's coming to the program has been effectively assigned to me and I've helped, you know, take care of and kind of cultivate and, you know, introduce them into this crazy right. world of Twitch partnerships, right? So the, if I'm a streamer, I'm a content creator, it, is, is it, it is an application process? Yeah. Do y'all like go scout out people like, hey, these people have thousands of viewers and they seem cool. Do you reach out to them or is it more they reach out to y'all? They more often than not just apply okay. and then goes to one of our two content evaluators who like mm -hmm. looks over the application, looks at their stats, looks at their chat, all this kind of stuff. And then um, the people that just instantly get 1,000, 2,000 viewers. Right. They're extremely rare. Mm -hmm. So we will more it, than likely notice that and like approach right. them and be like, hey, you're doing pretty well. You're doing something right. Uh, but most people just come through the normal application process. Who's been the biggest? Like I know earlier this year there was that old guy who played piano. Oh, Piano Impro Man. Yeah, yep. he, he seems to kind of come out of nowhere. Did he apply or did y'all kind of find him? Because I don't. That, so he applied normally, actually. Okay. Um, and I actually remember that's Piano Impro Man is special because. Uh, Eric, who's one of our content evaluators, I came in the office one morning and he was like, hey, check out this guy. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he sent me a VOD. I, I watched it and I was like, wow, this is like a 70-year-old piano player on Twitch. <laughs> and he was like, should we partner this guy? Like, this guy seems cool. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's give it a shot. Mm -hmm. And um, and then a few months after he was partnered, I think it was around like early January. Right. So he'd already been partnered for a few months and he was doing okay. Uh, but around January, he blew up on Reddit, yeah, right? There was yeah. that, like, here's the Bob Ross and piano playing. You know, yeah. it's so awesome. And he got up to, like, that, was, that was right around when Twitch Creative yeah, launched. Yeah, know? exactly. He got up to, like, 60,000 viewers. That's he insane. was crushing it. And, you know, the thing that I think some people take for granted is the fact that, like, this is – 60,000 viewers is, like, like a stadium, yeah. right? And this guy, this 71-year-old piano player, <laughs> is selling out a stadium just – by being on Twitch. Yeah, that's right. It, it's it, crazy to think about. I know. It, it, I can't even imagine. Like, I try to think of my grandparents just trying to figure out how computers work. That's why I wasn't <laughs> sure. Like, did did he reach out to y'all because he knew what Twitch was, or was it like a like a grandkid or, or it was or, a, it was a his kid Max. Okay, his kid Max was the uh, tech savvy one. So, hey, Dad, we point this camera at you. We're gonna put you on the internet in front of a bunch of people. You just do your thing. Don't worry about uh, it. Honestly, I think that's how it worked. Like, that's awesome. I, I mean, him and his his you know amazing wife Mindy just live in they live in Florida mm -hmm. as you know many old people do, right? <laughs> and uh, he just started you know uh, sharing his love for playing the piano and right. Next thing you know, he's he's one of our featured guests at TwitchCon. He's gonna come. Yeah. He's gonna do some things, which mm -hmm. will be announced later. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's really he did an activation a few weeks ago with Pandora. Like Pandora reached out and was like, wow. "Hey, we want you to like 
we want to promote you, we want to do all this kind of stuff with you. And uh, he's just living the dream that, you know, it could only have been possible with something like Twitch. Exactly. And speaking of TwitchCon, this y'all second annual convention this year moved down to san diego i assume you went last year absolutely yeah um can you speak a little on that what's to expect to be expected at uh, 2016 show oh my gosh uh there's a a lot of stuff happening we (laughs) we just recently released our uh our panel schedule there's tons of panels yeah community submitted panels uh and it's it's gonna be a lot of fun obviously you can come meet your favorite broadcasters like Mm -hmm. depending on who you watch we have a uh, a myriad of people that are going to be there doing signings and meet and greets and panels and all that kind of that stuff. That was always my big thing last year. I think we were all on the show. We're like, wait, TwitchCon? But I, <laughs> I guess the way people consume content these days, and as big as the YouTubers and, and the Twitch streamers have gotten, and like I said, it makes sense because we were talking about before the show, and we talked about this before. When you go to somewhere like PAX or something, like anybody can be anybody. Yeah, You could walk by someone, sure. they could be some youtube famous person and i wouldn't know if i hit him with my car yeah so but all these people can go how many youtubers are you hitting with your car <laughs> to be clear how many youtubers are walking around the streets of baton rouge i mean i, I gotta catch my pokemon you know like if you're in my way that's your fault <laughs> but it makes sense like you said if these people want to like go and like when you go meet william shatner at at comic-con or star trek it's convention a, like that's their thing effectively the same yeah you know i mean william shatner is obviously huge but well, like, right so are some of these yeah. content creators, whether they're Twitch or YouTube, right? They mm-hmm. they pull millions of views per video, right? Just like the uh, I was at VidCon a few weeks ago, and, right? Yeah, um, yeah. VidCon was interesting because it's like primarily a YouTube convention, right? Like there are a few Twitch streamers here and there, mm-hmm. but you uh, anyone on stage that like mentions the uh, a YouTuber. There, it's just met with like shrieks and screams from yeah. little girls and people that watch my like that's honestly the de- the demographic of VidCon, which is crazy to me is like twelve just year like olds, twelve to fifteen year old girls that love watching Minecraft content. It's that's so it's so absurd. strange to me. It's crazy, but it, it's it's true because you know we're friends with Sonya Reed, mm-hmm. GS Firefox. Firefox. She's yep. very popular on Twitch, and I always see her like retweeting things from her fans, and it's all like twelve year old boys. Yep. And yep. it when I was twelve, we didn't have that. And now I sound like an old man and feeling this way. But no, it's, yeah. it's just so weird because that's, like you said, it's the main demographic. Are they able to go to these things? Can they convince their parents to send them to Los Angeles or San Diego? Or is that more like the local the local kids, I guess? Do you mean like, you at, mean the, the, at the, like, like from a viewer's vid- perspective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, there's, I saw a lot of parents walking around with their kids. That, that makes felt, sense. You know, that looked extremely out of place, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy because a lot of them also um, – have this newfound drive to like they want to do the same thing right like they see young you know 20 something year old pewdiepie blow up on the internet and now they're like oh i could do that i could talk Mm -hmm. about video games you know um but the competition and kind of the the landscape has gotten so much more difficult now even because of that year or two like so many more streamers out there and i guess also more lead more to that you'll have the panel set up are the panels more like i want to stream this is how i did it or just like how to make content or i guess just kind of all they're of honestly they're all over yeah. um we have i know we have a, a really awesome uh like inclusive like lgbt panel that's mm-hmm. gonna be really awesome uh we have some that are like how do you find sponsorships and how do you right. like market yourself how do you sell yourself and of course there's panels that are like how i got started and how you can get mm-hmm. started and, uh yeah there's there's just a a number of different uh, panels that you can see. Uh, no, that's really cool. Um, any reason why y'all moved from SF to San Diego this year? Just bigger area, cheaper city? Or? Honestly, I think 
I don't even know how public. I mean, is, obviously, you're I, the I one think, who made this decision. Yeah, so I'm the guy. I'm the guy. Uh, no, I think I think uh, part of it, honestly, was that the Moscone I think was booked. Oh, okay. Title we wanted like it's as simple as that. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like the Moscone was terrible and we want to go to right. another. I think it was like oh, it's booked. Oh, it's we booked. Have to find so let's place. go <laughs> eight hours south. To exactly. Diego. Exactly. Um, how's life in San Francisco? Somewhere beautiful. I've never really been. So I hear some things. Besides, so it's expensive, but yeah, it is. It is very expensive. Uh, it's it's beautiful. The weather's amazing. Uh, I love you know taking the bark can be an experience, which is like the kind of uh, a rail system that goes mm-hmm. to the city, and that's what I take to work every day. There's some interesting characters on there, uh, I've heard. as most subways you know, uh, <laughs> uh, can attest. But yeah, the the weather's beautiful. The food's fantastic. Scenery is is gorgeous. It's um. What kind of food is, is San Francisco known for? Because obviously down here in South Louisiana, that's one thing we take pride in is our is our of food. Uh, what is what's good over there? Like what's like the San Francisco meal I need to have if I'm there for one night? Rice aroni, <laughs> yeah, Uncle Ben's rice aroni. It's perfect. Uh, honestly, there's there's a uh, it, it's a melting pot, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it depends on kind of the area you're in. Okay, right? like the area I live in, South San Francisco, um, has a lot of uh, Asian flair to it. There's a lot of okay. delicious. Uh, delicious Chinese places, delicious Filipino food. Um, there's there's a place up the street, for example, that I absolutely love called Toast that is like Vietnamese sandwiches. Okay. So it's like Stephen's Sissig. nodding his head in approval over there. Yeah, that. I've heard of Toast. You've heard of Toast? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. You like just the bread. No, I've heard of the restaurant. <laughs> you heard of the restaurant Toast. Okay, yeah. good, 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 good. Uh, it's, it's like Filipino sandwiches, and so it's like Sisig sandwiches, Sisig fries. They have this like Kahlua pork sandwich. Like it's just – Oh, it's oh, sounds great. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so great. Good. It's so good. I just want to go to San Francisco and stalk the Giant Bomb guys. You can do that as well. Yeah, you can do that as well. You have to come to the Twitch office. That's where we're at, right? It's yeah, easy. exactly. Um, before you got to Twitch, though, you didn't just leave from Baton Rouge and, and go work for Twitch. Mm-hmm. What uh, What were you doing before then? I know you worked for working on Dongate, which was that canceled yeah. EA MOBA. Rest and, in peace, Dongate. Um, Sad. Did some league stuff, I believe. Yeah, honestly, it's it's funny. Like, I'm 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 happy that you asked me to come out and and be on this because this is like literally how I got started, right? Like, we're all gonna be work for Twitch soon, guys. Exactly. Give exactly. Oh, give it a few years. You're where, there. Where can I send my app? <laughs> Twitch.tv slash jobs. I think is where you need to go. Um, Any but, experience required? None. No. Podcast. Okay. Podcast. This I've talked it. a lot on the podcast. This is it. This is it. That's all I do for my job, pretty much. I'll file talk. shit. I mean, I'll I don't file care. shit. Yeah, we have a lot of file cabinets at Twitch. It's very weird. Um, but no, this is exactly like me and my friend Hunter and Chris started. You know, in like 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, talking. About, we had the League of Legends podcast, right? Okay. And we just talked for an hour a week, and uh, and that was it. And um, from that, I got into shoutcasting, which led me to curse. Curse eventually hired me to live with their League of Legends team and produce video content, and so I traveled. Wow, okay. I did. Um, where was they? Where were they based out of? Curse itself was San Francisco. Okay. So my first few months, I moved to San Francisco, uh, and then we moved to Los Angeles, and then mm-hmm. we moved to Las Vegas, and then I wow. left Curse, and uh, I did some contract work out of Los Angeles for Machinima. I was doing some uh, just same old like league interviews at LCS stuff right. like that. And then uh, the most random way I got hired at EA was actually uh, <laughs> this guy, Andy Belford, messaged me on my Facebook fan page, like my Pluto, <laughs> my Pluto Facebook fan page. And he was like, hey, my name's Andy Belford. I work at EA. We're making a MOBA. And I was like, cool. Okay. You know, Good all right, you. whatever. <laughs> and he was like, we want to invite you to San Francisco to come and play our game and check it out. Like you oh, have cool, MOBA yeah. experience. You have a MOBA background. And uh, 
after that, I kind of went. I gelled with the team. They liked me. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember we, went, we ate Philly cheesesteaks, and we went and watched G.I. Joe 2. Yeah, uh, as you do. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, as, as you usually yeah. do at a job interview, basically. Right. Um, and, you know, a few weeks later, Andy was like, the, the team really liked you, and we want to bring you on. We want to hire you. And I was like, okay, cool. So <laughs> I right. went and did, was the assistant community, community manager there for about a year and a half. And then okay. Dongate closed down. Right. Dongate. And then there was this. Uh, there was a few months where I was um, Riot reached out to me and they wanted to become work at Riot to manage mm-hmm. their social media. And um, but I really wanted to go to Twitch. Yeah. I was like, and that jazzed. was you know a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago. Like you said, they were not even the size they are now. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Had they been bought out by Amazon at that point? Yes, they, okay. it was just after they had been bought out. Okay, by Amazon. I knew and that was so, sometime last year. Yeah, Riot reached out. I went through the interview process with Riot. I did phone interviews. I flew down to Los Angeles. I did in-person interviews at Riot. All that kind of stuff. And Twitch, I put an application and I got like the standard rejection. Oh, like wow. we don't, you know, we looked at your application, but oh, it's not the right time. You know, stuff <laughs> like that. And uh, and so after a few uh, after a few weeks, you know, I I contacted the guy from Twitch that I heard was the hiring manager. And right. Like I bought LinkedIn Premium to email him and I was like, <laughs> hey, my name's Brad. I applied and I got a stock rejection, but like I really want to work at Twitch. Like let me tell you how badly I want to work at Twitch. <laughs> Um, and so I went into the office. He, he was like, Oh, come by, just say hello. Right. And I was like, okay, cool. So I met him. I, I met kind of his right hand man. His name's Anil. And, um, uh, a few months later, this is like, he was like, we may have a position open in March. We may. May. And I was maybe. like, all right, we'll see. So February rolls around and Riot makes me an offer. And, uh, this is a Friday and they're like, Hey, we need, we need to know whether you accept in seven Ooh. days. And so, at that moment, I got the offer. I emailed it to John Howell, who's the yeah. hiring manager at Twitch, and I said, "Hey, here's my Riot offer. I am accepting it next Friday, but I really want to work at Twitch." <laughs> and so uh, he was like, "Come in Monday, talk to us, stuff like that." So I came in Monday. I met more people from the team, and uh, I had literally on Thursday gone to Kinko's. <laughs> I printed out my Riot <laughs> offer. I'd signed it. I'd scanned it, stuff like that. And I emailed John one last time. I was like, "Hey, like, I'm sitting I can't, tomorrow, I can't like... trade. I can't, I can't." Pass up a sure thing for a maybe. That was right. kind of my stance. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna say no to Riot to and maybe Riot's say a great yes place to Twitch. To work. We have we know people who work for yeah. Riot. They're always and, popping um, up news. And then he was like, hold off, and they had made me an offer that night to come and work at Twitch. And I was like, that's awesome. Ah, okay, it's cool. a great story. Do it. I know it's <laughs> so good. It's one of my favorites. Really good. You know? Leverage two companies against each other and get your dream job. <laughs> two now, no, wait a second. You should have been working on your third offer. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know who with, but that time you had two offers. Honestly. There's, I mean, I know maybe it sounds corny as hell, but like, there's no place I'd rather be. Twitch is like, not only was it local, not only was it in San Francisco, I didn't have to move, but just the the work I get to do and the people I get to meet Mm -hmm. and the awesome content creators that I get to like interact with and interface with is like, it's so good. It's so funny because I remember it was, well, I remember because you, when you announced on Facebook or whatever that you got hired, because I was looking at jobs in the industry, things uh-huh. like that. And I saw, I thought about Twitch and I saw they were hiring <laughs> partnership associates. I'm like, that could be cool. I probably don't have experience. I'll probably fuck off, but that could be cool. But I never applied. And then like two weeks later, I see you like, Hey, I just got this job <laughs> as a partnership associate at Twitch. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's a weird coincidence. Yeah. It was very much uh, <laughs> like I, I got, I got dropped out of LSU because my GPA was garbage. Oh really? Uh, mm-hmm. And that's when I started the podcast. I was like, in my mind, it was like I could get a degree or I could just do something, right? right? And that's when the podcast, I was like, this is the something I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that experience, you know, got me Curse, which got me EA, which got It's me always Twitch. those like drop out of college success stories you hear that <laughs> motivates all these kids to drop out of college and do absolutely nothing. I'm still waiting on mine. 
<laughs> did you get the dropout part yet? I did that. Okay, yes. awesome, awesome. It should be coming down the road, I think. But you know, that, that's really cool. Like all those companies out out west are seem like great places to work. It's just hard for me, and I'm sure it's for, for most of us. It's just like I'm gonna go over there now because I've yeah. never lived in these cities. I'm sure they're very expensive to live in as a hero oh, San yeah, Francisco. They and they're, it's it's expensive, but like I I just remember uh, I was talking to my mom today about it. I was just like, how did you feel when I like came downstairs and was like, hey. I get a job offer in California, <laughs> you know, like her son who had, you know, left LSU, gotten, gotten dropped out of LSU, who was like, I'm going to talk about video games on a podcast. And all of a sudden I have a job offer in California. She was like, is that the voice you used on your podcast? Hey guys, that, hey that guys, guys welcome, the- welcome to Law <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that was exactly it. Uh, now I know why you got hired. Yeah, it's silly voices mostly. We've been doing it wrong for the past two and a half years, guys. Damn it. <laughs> Let me hear your best, what's your best silly voice? I don't it. think I have, it's the fucking, like, answering the phone a Gameware voice. It's the robot. The robot do it. Yeah, give no, me. I'm not going to do that right now. <laughs> I'm calling you right now, you, you Gameware. Ring, ring, ring. Do that's really cool um san francisco might have a lot of tech companies a lot of good yeah. places to eat but how is the pokemon scene in san francisco because i'm sure you've been playing pokemon go like the rest of us damn what a segment <laughs> uh it's it's great i i i honestly have not been playing it as much as a lot of other people i'm right. sure i'm sure vaughn apparently has been playing it a lot <laughs> Don't get us started. Wait, we're, I'm gonna keep the cage closed for like yeah. two more minutes. Okay, Hold okay. on, I'll let you go for uh, a second. I was I was saying a little bit earlier before we we started that like my desk at Twitch is like right in between two Pokestops, but not close enough <laughs> to oh. get there. It's like roll over to the window. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Roll back. exactly. Oh, no, no, you're in San Francisco. Y'all don't sit. Y'all stand. Right. So you have to just walk over. And... We do have standing. Desks. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> so uh, what level? What level are you so far? In, I'm in... eight. Okay. I'm only eight. All I'm, right. I'm a scrub. No, no, it's okay. It's it's hard. I'm only 13 still right now. I was like level 10 last week, so I haven't really done much progress. The most important question, though, what team did you join? Uh, oh, Valor. Duh. Wait, I think I'm blue. Yeah, oh, Team yeah. Mystic. That's I think I'm whole blue. table. Woo! I think I'm blue. Woo. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Uh, how how yeah. before, before I let Vaughn out of his cage, how are how are y'all doing over here? What level are y'all? Doing great. Uh, yeah, good. Welcome to the show, Stephen Martin. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm level 16. Wow. All right. So Neil, 17. Look at that. Yeah. It's a race. Vaughn, what level are you? How is your experience with Pokemon Go? Then? Did you find the level cap? Okay. Nineteen and a half. Nineteen and a half. Not twenty. Well, I mean, I would be at level 20 if the app would fucking work this week. Yeah, they rolled out to a lot of new countries over the past week, and you could tell every time they did it because the server shit to bed for half the day. And it wasn't Not the even most... half the day. It's like multiple days on end. Like, I have, like, screenshots of, like, what you got I proof. took. Of, of what <laughs> I, like, had antic. to go through yesterday. Now, wait a second. I was logged it's in all day Twitter. yesterday. Like You're I, part of the problem. I was at work logged in all day, at least from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Did you ever turn the app off? No. Smart. Okay. I was able <laughs> to get like, in yesterday. Once you turned it off, you, you couldn't you were, get back You were in. never coming back in. I was able to get on yesterday, too, but I think like it was it was being kind of sketchy, and I, every Pokemon was three steps away. So I it's guess been like that for a week. On. Yeah. yeah. yeah like three-step glitches, like servers were always crashing, stuff would happen whenever you like tried to throw a Pokeball, mm-hmm. get dramatic close-ups on Pokemon with black screens over your trainer face. <laughs> oh, great. This but app hey, sucks. But hey, <laughs> hey, no, they released an update yesterday to fix some of that. It didn't work. Wrong. <laughs> it did minor, not work. Minor text. Minor fixes. text fixes. That's it. That's what the patch knew, notes were. Hey, I knew I knew Weedle's description was a little off, <laughs> and it was bugging me. 
There's a bugging you? Oh, oh there it is. I have to leave. Turning the microphone <laughs> off. No. It's funny just how he actually turned the microphone off. It's funny how, you know, two weeks ago it had just come out, like, the day before we recorded. So it was like, oh, this seems okay. And then last week we were like, oh, my God, this is so great. We're going around meeting people. Everyone's playing this. Now this week we're all just like, stupid fucking game. Although last week we both said how terrible of a game yeah, this is. We, we did oh yeah, it's absolutely awful. This game is terrible. But we played just, it anyway. The social, the, the social aspect of it is fascinating. Well, but the game yeah. itself is bad. It's right. also the license, right? Like right. this exact game with not Pokemon, garbage. Right. No one plays it. Like yeah. literally, no one would play this game There's because a few of crazy server issues who, and crashes yeah, no. and stuff like that. Because, yeah. like I said last week, people gave a whole list: of Assassin's Creed Unity, Battlefield Four. Uh, I can go on and on. That gave them shit because their games did not work yeah. when they came out. But Pokemon gets a, go- a pass because it's Pokemon. But now people can shit post on Facebook and, and on Reddit or make like stupid comics and memes while they're down. So it's fine. That's I saw true. things to laugh at. But I feel like the fervor this past week has been a lot lower than it was. Not just with you know us four, yeah. us five here. Just like across the board. But I think a lot of it has been the server issues and, oh, and things like that. I so. feel like we're getting close to the point, too, where a lot of people are actually going to stop. Yes. Because now that I'm getting up, and you probably noticed it more than me, but to get to certain levels is starting to get pretty ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And a buddy of mine is like level 26 right now, and it's taking like 175,000 experience. Mm-hmm. And he knows... You get, what, 600... Uh, if you catch it, if you catch a new Pokemon, catch a new, a new one, one. Yeah. an old one is one hundred. Oh, well, you curveball, you get an extra ten. <laughs> one hundred and ten. Okay, I that always, cuts the race down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, always the uh, level cap is forty right now, and to get from 30, has someone gotten that? No, someone's okay. level thirty. I think is the highest right Jesus. now. But uh, they've like found through data mining that. Uh, to get from level thirty nine to forty is five million. No, oh, <laughs> Jesus, so many Weedles. Yeah, That's so many Weedles. And so. and people are starting to come out ways to like level up fast. You know, you catch all your Pidgeys, like eight hundred Pidgeys, and you pop your lucky egg, and you, and you sit there and evolve them. Yeah. And then it's just like once you start gaming the game, it's already a bad game. But once you start like gaming it, it's like what's the point of you know, even I, it's a clicker at that point. Yeah, exactly. It's a clicker. You're also, trying to maximize. Your, mm-hmm. Also, the way that they randomly dish, like, just dish out like C, high CP level Pokemon to just about any level is pretty bullshit. And there's no point in catching them. You'll waste ten Great Balls catching like a level seven hundred Pincer. I mean, but who not, cares? Because it's, it's already it's lower a, than what you have, and you break it down for the same one candy. So who cares? It's not a waste if you find like a CP like twelve hundred like. Scyther Eevee. at level like ten, That's... whereas like at level nineteen and a half, you're still finding level like CP ten Pidgeys. Yeah, which are high CP. It's like I have, I have, I'm the higher level trainer. I should be getting all these Pokemon and having like a higher CP gauge and having an easier time leveling up Pokemon I already have. But level ten trainers still catch like super high level Pokemon that are higher than mine for no reason. But you're Back in Pallet Town, that's why you got <laughs> to go out and explore new places, get the higher it's Pokemon. Dumb. It's it's dumb. It's really dumb, <laughs> and it's it's hella frustrating. Like having to like do that Gyarados grind that I did all last week just to find that like a level twelve trainer has like a level CP level two thousand Snorlax. Yeah, it's really it's, like, it's, it's really, it's really bullshit. Is yeah, what guy, I'm saying. The guy I worked with uh, hatched a Voltorb, and apparently like the max CP a Voltorb can hatch at is seven fifty, and he got that. And really? then accidentally transferred it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. I saw a few stories like that on Reddit where they like meant to evolve their really high yeah. level EV, but it's like the, the low ones. So they have like a 300 Vaporeon. It's like I'm just gonna go. My that my <laughs> issue with the game, and this is like the dumbest nitpicky no. crazy thing, is um 
I, I have a, I have an Android. I have a Nexus 6B. Uh-huh. And I don't know exactly how the game runs or works on an iPhone. Mm-hmm. But on mine, whenever you go to that Pokemon page and you have to scroll down to transfer... Yeah. It always hitches and the it map hitches loads. and lags mine doesn't and makes me cry. iPhone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, I just want that transfer button to be way more easily accessible. But granted, I do understand also, like, you run the risk of, like, potentially hitting it when you're trying to yeah. evolve. But, like, the process for transferring either needs to be, like, a way to... Bulk transfer yes. would be amazing, and I would probably play more of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I, it's just we'll see. Going into next week, we'll be in New Orleans, and I'm with a lot of other people who are playing this game. So we'll see if the server shit the bed, or see like, okay, now I'm back around more people playing this. We'll see if the spark, you know, will reignite or whatever. But I've I've also saw many stories, you know, with my friends and again on Reddit of people having you know events or bar crawls on the yeah. stuff, and all these people get together and the servers are down. So then everyone just leaves. Yeah, I'm and curious. What's the point? I'm curious if the if the stability goes up and it becomes better, mm-hmm. how you know McDonald's is going to give Nintendo 68 billion dollars <laughs> to make every McDonald's a Pokestop. A Pokestop. You know, like I wonder if those things are going to start to come into play where it's like, yeah, people can like businesses can buy Pokestops. You know, it, it's it's weird seeing all these reports of, you know, I mean, we even see it a game where our Pokemon game sales. Are, are much higher. And yeah, our, really? our sales went up uh, for classic Pokemon games uh, for week on week went up about a million percent from, from <laughs> zero. That, that's a number, to, right? Closer okay. to infinite percent. <laughs> we, we went from zero sales of classic Pokemon games to have how, selling how all of them. How classic? Gen 1. Oh, really? Yeah, so wow. gen, we had we had a bunch of Gen 1 Pokemon games at both stores the week before Pokemon Go came out, and now we have none. Yeah. So that's really. I wonder how, like, the generational release of Pokemon when they get into it, if that will directly affect that generation's. Well, we have game none of sales. those either, so we're sold out really? of Gen two, three, four. Yeah, um, we're sold out of all of our Game Boys. We'll it, around December, yeah. and what does that correlate? With? Is that like leaf green? What is what is the second? Sold, uh, silver and gold. Silver and gold. Oh, okay. the one that's coming out this. Wait, no, no, no. We're talking about yeah, like the I generation like of Pokemon. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, like Niantic is pretty much saying like. You know, they want to add from here until the end of the year. They they plan on adding trading, battling, and then by December they want to have Gen Two. Right, Gen there. Two. Right. So basically, get your hands on copies of Gold and Silver. Shit, and man. It's too late. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like buying Nintendo stock the you know the day after the game came out. Eight hundred percent higher now. Is that is that Game Boy Advance? Is that GBA? Era? It was, it no, was that Game Boy. Oh, that's Game, Game, Boy Game Boy Color. Color. Ah, okay. First, yeah, for Gold and Silver. Also, you see these stories for like you know coffee shops or whatever. People posting like my sales are up two hundred percent because I'm near a yeah, Pokestop, stop exactly. right? I'm a Pokestop. Yeah. So it, it's so weird just walking around downtown. It's like how come Schlitz and Giggles gets to be a po- you know a Pokestop, stop, but not any of these other restaurants? Or same with Perkins Row. Well, it's from Ingress. Well, I know it's from. Yeah, I mean, I know. Yeah, right. yeah, it is from Ingress. But I mean, those those companies would be foolish not to spend the eight dollars on the ten lures or whatever and just drop those like yeah, all absolutely. night because people bring people to the you. financial district of San Francisco is. All lures all the time. I can imagine. It's we, disgusting. Imagine. It's crazy. We went out to um, LSU campus, and the Greek amphitheater has three. Like you can sit in the middle of the amphitheater, and there's three. You can just keep hitting. That's it's crazy. just raining. It's like lures. When one runs out, <laughs> someone immediately does it. Yeah. Same with the flagpoles on the parade grounds near the clock really? tower. We no. went to the amphitheater uh, Friday night, mm-hmm. and uh, we dropped three lures. And then in that 30 minutes, like there's so many. Pro- probably like probably like 30 to 40 people yeah. ended up really? showing up and then from there it was just like they didn't stop Jesus. yeah it's crazy it's, it's really cool but <laughs> hopefully they can get their server stuff obviously more people are coming in servers are expensive whatever i know they're making a lot of money and i don't know if they expected this i sure as fuck didn't expect this 
Sure. Because they the trailer past Twitter daily active users. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Like when the trailer first came out way back when, and I kept telling about it, it's not going to look like that. It's of not going to look like it's going to look like shit. But I guess I didn't think like Pokemon, and this many people have Pokemon that it just it doesn't matter if it looks like shit or runs like shit or it sure, is shit. Sure. Twenty plus million people are doing this. Yeah, it's Pokemon crazy. is like, I mean, it's it's a franchise that I think. You know, obviously it's up there with like Mario and stuff like that, yeah. and like everyone knows Pokemon, but they they consistently release games that are, are effectively the same games, right? Yeah, That's what I no. played back in blue, they, red, and they'll yellow. Add, right? They'll add. I mean, there's little nuances added. Sure, sure things sure. to streamline like the game blades. experience, but like, they still, yeah, but they still the, sound um, like crazy. The yeah. last the last game added this feature where you could like steal cars and and rob people. <laughs> oh, Pokemon really GTA! Yeah, 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 was, yeah, I, yeah. I thought yeah. that was out of GTA Palatown. It's really weird. They are adding new things every year. So. And it still sells like gangbusters. Yeah. You know, like that's the every craziest year. that's the yeah. craziest thing to me. It'll but be, I mean Nintendo Nintendo has been successful with a lot of their franchises in doing that. Like Mario games that come out, they always add just one thing to it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Like For whether sure. it be a suit or a little move, like it's always just like one thing that they add. And it quite honestly, I like that. But I feel like no other franchise has done it has done this consistent of a release schedule since the first one right like when's the last like big mario game that came out it was a couple years ago right it was with the wii u yeah but consistently you have not only one but two games that come out Mm -hmm. every year and a half two years for pokemon for a while there was every year until last year it was every year as far as main games i mean it's x and y it's been a while it's been like three years that was 2013 was it really okay yeah and then 2014 we had the third gen remakes Ruby and oh, Sapphire. Right, 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 right. And okay. last year, we all expected Pokemon Z, you know, the third, the yellow sure, version sure, sure. of X and Y, but that didn't happen. Yeah. And instead, we're getting, you know, some of that Lunar stuff in Sun, Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. Yeah, and exactly. that's in November. It looks like they're just going to stick to two versions from now on. Sure. Yeah. So, They've been experimenting it because for Black and White, we never had that third version. It was Black right. 2 and White 2. And then 6th Gen, we didn't even have one. They kind of merged it, and I guess, into. So what is Sun this on? 7th, 8th Gen? This is 7th Gen. 7th Gen. How many total Pokemon are out there? Right now it's 721. Oh. Jesus Christ. It's a lot. It's a lot. They've already started showing off new ones. There's one that looks like a lay. Because in Sun and Moon, it's in like the region is basically Hawaii. Oh, like a yeah. whole, like a lay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm very confused by this. <laughs> no, like, yeah, like the flowery yeah, necklace. Yeah, okay. Okay. It, so they're doing it right. I- I'm curious to see how Sun and Moon and Pokemon Go will affect each other. Because like obviously people might stop playing Go when this comes out. But I think people who are going to stop playing Go will stop before November. But I'm curious to see if Go will drive Sun and Moon sales higher than X and Y or Ruby um, and Sapphire remakes because of this Pokemon fever that's going on right now. But can that sustain for the next four months? I mean, I also you know? feel it's you know very different games of Pokemon, like where Absolutely. I really don't bring my DS everywhere. Yeah, well, so of like Go is still something I'll play. Like, hey, you know, I'm going shopping, so I'll mm-hmm. pull out my phone and check it. But yeah. but obviously. It's, Pokemon Go is driving people to go find their old Game Boys and buy all the old cartridges. Right. I don't know if this is the nostalgia kick for people who, yeah, obviously used to play Pokemon but don't haven't played. I just since think Red it, I, I definitely think it's going to affect Sun and Moon. Is like people are going to want it more. Mm-hmm. Like I think you'll be getting some people who buy it that weren't initially thinking about buying it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to particularly like. But I don't think they're going to like. I don't other. think they're going to be like, oh, you know, we have Pokemon Go players and Sun and Moon players. You know, yeah, it's right. not going to like. You know, there's not going to be, be people who are just so satisfied with Go that they're not going to get Sun and Moon. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll see how it, where it goes from here. I'm dead. And get out of here. we'll be able to report back more oh, next week. Um, what else do we want to talk about next? Let's talk about Inside. We've all 
finish that, except for Vaughn, maybe? The hell, nope. man. I'm sorry. Do it's you plan okay. on playing this fine game? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've kind of just been, like, falling off from, like, the gaming thing as a whole at the moment. Because of Pokemon Go, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> not, even, not even because of that. It's just, like... Inside is a game that works. Like, you buy it, you log in. You don't even have to be online. It doesn't load. Yeah. The servers don't Seamless, go down. No I mean, load time. It's technically, perfect. if you don't die, it's just one giant level. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a whole, I've just been, like, bored of, like, most games. I've just been playing mostly fighters at this point. And that was me, like, two months ago. But I think I'm finally, like, getting over that. Like, I'm, next, I plan on hopefully finishing Uncharted 4, finally. We'll see. Uh, I'm, but, I'm just looking forward to Sun and Moon at this point. <laughs> Okay, how do we do this? Mon fever. <laughs> Inside's been out for a few weeks. I don't know sure. if we should like blow the spoiler doors open um, or just. Well, we're I mean, go- we're gonna spoil it. So, I'll, uh, I say we first talk about we could it. just talk about what this game is. What is yeah. inside? What is yeah, tell me, game. Adam. Tell me what is, what inside? is inside. What Contrary am inside? To popular belief and like what I saw a lot of people say, who's like, oh, it's called inside because it's always inside. They apparently well, didn't whoa, whoa, play whoa, whoa, the whoa. first like twenty minutes. Yeah, the first <laughs> five true, seconds yeah. of the game is not inside. That's true. That's true. A lot of it's not inside. So inside is Play Dead's next game. The people who made Limbo. It's kind of this uh, weird, eerie puzzle platformer, cinematic platformer. It reminds me so much, uh, and I think this is why I love this game so much. But it reminds me so much of of Out of This World Mm -hmm. flashback. We're talking like the old Delphine Software rotoscoped adventure platforming games of the early nineties. Is that like the? Is that like Super Nintendo? Sure, but it was on everything. Amiga was on Sega Genesis. That was like a like a red haired character. Sure, right? Scientist, pale skin. Okay, yeah, I think I know. I never played it, but I think I know what game. So another world out of this. Yeah, another world. Another world world is what I remember. Okay, both names. Gotcha. So it, it does a really good job of setting this atmosphere where you don't know what's going on. Like, you're literally dropped into the game, right? and you just kind of start running right, and these kind of checkpointy they're not stations, because they're not, but they're basically a kind of, this is what you have to do right now. Sure. And, at, you know, very, I'm talking very beginning of the game. Here's a pond you have to cross, or, or here's a fence you have to climb, but there are dogs chasing you. But if you climb over the fence, the dogs will just run around it, and then they'll just kill you. So you have to figure out, like, you need to get over the fence, but then, like, hop back over the fence to, like, distract them, then hop back over again to, like, try to outrun them mm-hmm. and things like that. And then it kind of goes on from there, and I don't – until we get to, like, the spoiler part. Oh, whatever. I will put in the show notes, which you can go read if you're on your phone or on SoundCloud, when the spoiler part is over. Hey, guys. Adam here. We're about to go into a very in-depth and spoiler-filled discussion about Inside. So if you have yet to play the game or are still trying to avoid spoilers, you do not want to listen to the next about 19 minutes of the show. So if you're trying to stay spoiler-free, go ahead and fast-forward to about the 57-minute mark, and you'll be good to go. So, back to your regularly scheduled program. But as of right now, we're going spoilers with Inside. Another thing I think is really interesting about this game is there's no dialogue, there's no text, there's no information other than what your character, what this little red-shirted child sees. And, uh, you know, speaking to that, actually, it's fascinating, like, the the animations and, like, the details of everything that the character does is actually remarkable. Yeah, the momentum of moving and running and ducking and rolling. It feels good. Every little, like, oh, he, like... You, you fell a little bit higher than you did last time, so he's got this, like, slightly different animation where mm-hmm. he, like, recovers himself. Like, it's just really well done. Or even, like, right after the barn when you're going through the mud and it's, like, you can just he's feel it. It yeah. feels like yeah. I'm actually walking through that mud. Yeah, yeah. it's really well done. At, at first, I, 
because it took me a few weeks to finally go ahead and finish, even though the game's only three, four, maybe five hours long. I clocked five hours and four minutes. Okay. I clocked 2.7, I think, around three. Yeah, I, was, I, was, in, I was burning through it. I beat it in like three and a half my first. Yeah. It's a, sure. it's a lot of trial and error, especially when you start, because when you, you hit, the, like I said, you hit this fence, and you got to outrun the dogs, you hop over the fence, but then you learn other dogs and run around the fence, and then they kill you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, I'll hop over the fence, land, then hop back over the fence and kind of hang out at the top so they'll run back around the other side, then hop over and go. And it's just, at first I'm not a big fan of those trial and error type games. That's why I'm not a big fan of the Soul series or, or Bloodborne because that's a lot of trial and error. You fail, you fail, you kind of figure it out. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't fail in those games. <laughs> you never died in a Souls game. often. <laughs> but, yeah, once you get past the very beginning where it's just like seem to be on the run and you need to stay out of the lights because pe- these weird dudes are trying to get you. Right. And, and it kind of goes way, way It gets deeper. weird yeah. is what you need to say. Yeah, it, there you go. It, it, gets, gets it gets weird because, you know, you jump into these, put this little hat on, you can control these weird, like, zombie creature things. Sure. <laughs> now, to me, they reminded me of, like, a homunculus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, so it's for sure. To, you know, manipulate the environment and, and everything and then you kind of go on from there where you're like in a submarine and you got to get chased by this weird like mermaid, mermaid thing. Yeah. yeah. Very weird. And then the cave ends and you're a giant blob of. Well, we didn't mark spoilers or anything. Yeah, I did. Oh, you, we, oh, so yeah. we are now on spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah. I, I said it. Yeah, I said it earlier. Like, yeah, Whoops. So environmentally, <laughs> you're starting in, in farmlands and swamp type yeah. areas and then you're kind of going inside giant barns and then you find yourself in what looks like the outskirts of some city and factory and then you're mm-hmm. kind of going to the depths of these cavernous, you know, undercurrents, this, these water yeah. areas that are, um, I just, the, the environments of this game, uh, it, it was beautiful. Like yeah. the, the, the yeah. lighting, the, the shadows, the everything about this is the, just. Speaking of like kind of going into like the, the factories or what have you, uh, it, 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 obviously we're in spoilers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, uh, it has like one of my favorite sequences, I think that I've, I can remember like in recent times is when you have to like fall in line. With yeah. Yes, people. absolutely. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, having so to cool. like walk to the pace of these yes. creatures and then yeah. stopping and then and having this like all-seeing yeah. eye thing watching you the whole you. time. Yeah. And they get into a zone where you like have to jump, and they get into a zone where you have to turn around. I was like, holy shit, I'm in. Yeah. Like this yeah. is the best. <laughs> I think that's about where it kind of hooked me too. I'm like, okay, this is a little more than because at first I thought because I went in completely in the dark. Like I didn't want to know. I was avoiding podcasts. People were talking about it. But once that kind of started happening and happening, and then where you put the mind control helmet on and kind of control the zombies yeah. to do the puzzles for you, I'm like, okay, this is obviously something a little deeper than I'm getting chased by these dogs and these guys with lights. Yeah. Uh, when I texted you today about this yeah. revelatory moment that I had with this game, it was actually the point in time where you do have some of those zombie things milling around, and you're one of the mind control helmets is kind of high above, and you run towards it. And you, oh, you put yeah. it on, but then it, it breaks away from its chain, and you're just on the ground able to free walk around while controlling those things. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was the change. That was when you have to get the 20. The that was 20 the yeah. 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 Right before I, I, just, the, I just finished that when you Right before the awesome uh, uh, like sound, sound wave oh, moment. Man. That was another. There there are so many like just uh, marquee sequences in yeah. this game. Yeah, you're right. Just, it, it's weird because they're all so different. And all the areas are so distinct where you're going from, but it all just – flows yeah absolutely when you're going from one area to another and technically literally that there's no loads it's just you keep going from one to the next another thing i love about this game is there's so many little sequences where you want to see what everyone is seeing like when you're running up against the glass where all the scientists are looking into that 
You, it yeah. does not show you what your what I know. Yeah, character then can I was see like, there. Yeah. It doesn't show you. I that. tried pulling up the cart and see if I could like get on the cart. I did that in, too. I did the same thing. thing. And you can't do it. Up. Yeah. Yep. I also really love like the moments uh, like from the mines to the sound bridge, like just leading up where just the whole time you're collecting those 19 zombies or whatever, yeah. you just hear. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the whole time you just rhythmically hear it, and it's like it's almost like setting you up it's almost like the tutorial for what you're about to experience because yeah. they're just drowning it in your head like something this is, is like an impending noise that yeah. you shouldn't you know right. you, you want no part of and they set it up so well i think because when you first enter that door you first go into the area you have to push a box yeah right, right? yeah and you push a box just enough out of cover that the sound waves it just destroy it blow it up yeah. and you're like this is a bad uh, thing. You know, this is a terrible uh, thing. I should not. I should not walk into that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Really, really well done. Elven games do that, where they like tutorial, tutorial without you like without, a screen popping on. It's yeah. like watch out for the sound blast. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay, I see. So then you, you know, yeah, we get to the end where you're back in the research facility and you get like sucked up into that tank where everybody's looking at. Well, it. even before that. Oh yeah. You, so as you progress through the game, uh, not only do you get more abilities that kind of make you or give you the ability to have the little zombie people help you but mm -hmm. the water oh yeah the, i forgot about the water part because they're whole. these like i don't know what they are they they're creatures with long hair that, mm -hmm. that live yeah. under the water yeah right? and they uh, swim very fast and chase you if you hang out in the water i almost think long. they're like failures yeah yeah like that have somehow escaped from yeah, yeah and now they just kind of live under because there. like one of one of the most interesting aspects for me as far as that character was the idea of like they're actually not trying to hurt you? Yeah. But you know how like the final one basically right, succeeds right. in like implanting you to where you can breathe underwater yeah. and then control the zombies without the thing. Exactly. It's like when yeah. you die to them before, it's almost like they weren't trying to kill you, but they failed in doing what the last one did. Sure. Right. Yeah. So it, it's. I mean, every single time they kind of grabbed you and just kind of kept pulling you under, and then right. you just kind of died, but. That last one that catches you, and I'm like, oh shit, was this supposed to happen? I'm trying to like swim up, and yeah. then it's like, nope, this it, is like a kind of a It takes a good, I don't know, a minute, like a full minute to yeah. just fall to the bottom yeah. of that. That completely felt like, okay, where's where's my restart? I'm waiting for my restart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love the moment whenever, like, when you first encounter one. Mm -hmm. Well, there's that moment where, like, it's in the foreground, you go into a door, and it swims away. And it swims away. You know, right. it's, like, it's like a shape. You're like, what yeah. the hell's that? But I love whenever, like, you first see it. And it swims up and like smashes the glass of your submarine. You're like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. this, this is, is a bad thing. This yeah. is a bad thing. Yeah. yeah, that was a cool little submarine segment when you have to keep the light shined on it so it'll yeah. go away. It's like Mario and Boo, and yeah. it's like charge through. <laughs> it, it was just really interesting level and puzzle design. Oh yeah, that they did with all that, which is which is really cool. Yeah, it's all <clears throat> you know similar to like the fence and the dogs, right? Like everything yeah. is environmental, right? Mm -hmm. In that like you're never you're never taken out of the game and like right. put into like a this is a puzzle screen, you right, know. Right. Like I, I've, like, like I said before, I've been playing a lot of Virtues Last Reward, and that's mm -hmm. like an escape game with like puzzles, and like yeah. you're always like uh, disconnected from the gameplay whenever like you're into like a puzzle zone, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is all like naturally flowing, right? Like like There's Neil kind of mentioned, like you could do one playthrough, and there you would never see a loading screen, you would never see a death, you would not like right. you could play the entire game like that, and it would just be one sequence, and it'd yeah. be awesome. And you know, just just the whole idea of you going back to like, I mean, they don't even tell you how to jump. Like they don't they don't tell you any of that. Yeah, and yeah. that's like one of the most beautiful things that I love about this game is mm -hmm. the whole like sense of absorption. Like you as this kid are figuring right. everything out. Like mm -hmm. what can you do? Yeah. And then speaking of absorption, let's talk about the ending. Yeah. <laughs> because you, you you find your way into the tank. Everyone's looking at in the research facility, and then you kind of just get absorbed into this giant 
blob of amorphous people well, yeah, blob. You're, like, yeah. you're, sli- people you're swimming blob. around it and you notice it has pretty much those head caps four yeah. of them connected to it and it's just a blob of people mm-hmm. and uh once you disconnect three it grabs, it grabs you, you, and you and sucks you into it and you're escaping the facility you're the blob from there. you are the blob so at that point i was like i hate all of you i want to fuck this place up and <laughs> yeah destroy exactly. as much shit as i can to try to escape this mm-hmm. thing because now it's the only time in the game where you feel empowered it's yeah. the only moment yeah. where you feel like you can yeah, actually running from yeah. these people you're it's the like, only moment you. where i didn't fear dying right yeah because well, you, really you can't yeah you can't, as far well, as you, I know. You can. I, yeah. I didn't die as the blob. Where could you die? Actually, I don't, could you die as the blob? There was some some parts like, well, I don't think you, you can. The dogs yeah. come back and no, the dogs, they, the yeah. dogs yeah. can't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't, that's actually a good point. So yeah, so at that moment, like the entire game, you spent two and a half hours or, or four. Being just this weak, feeble <laughs> yeah. boy. And yeah. then at the, and now it's like, well, You're I'm calling through the walls, shots. Like going and over, yeah. my favorite part of that whole segment was what I'm gathering is you basically breaking into the CEO's office of whatever the yeah, fuck this I love is. Oh yeah, and you plow out there and then you splat. Yeah, yeah he's that, the guy with the tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who stands up in the, the office? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you just you murder him, and then you 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 your blob now has just this blood stain. <laughs> yeah, so super cool. And then towards the end, where you can't do the puzzles, you have to have the people oh, help you. Yeah, cool. yeah, like open the door, out. do the like propulsion box. And that's thing. the thing is like it's almost like were they helping you because like they feel bad for you and you got oh, out and they let you out, or is it because they're they're, yeah. they're fucking afraid of you oh, and yeah. they want you out of here now? And then the very last scene, like the ending, ending, you get out, and then that's it. Right. How do you, I mean, I'm just sitting do you wish there the, was more? Do well, you wish there was I, more answers? Do you wish... But that's, I'm curious are. to hear your, your well, opinion of this. There are. Ending. And so the end of it, the normal ending, it just doesn't make it. It ultimately dies. Falling down that hill, hitting all the trees, everything. Right. The reason it's resting on that beach is it can't go anymore. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it did what it was trying to do. Was it got out. Freedom, yeah. Yeah, I still. I mean, I've obviously I haven't gotten the secret ending yet. I don't want to talk about the secret. I, okay. I assume uh, you've gotten the secret I have, ending. Yeah. I, I haven't. I've but watched Brad it. I've watched it. On YouTube. But I, I, I'm probably gonna go back tonight. And okay. Finish try it. to get it. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll if you guys want to talk about it, I'll just step out for a second. No, yeah. no. I mean, this, well, that's up to them. I guess we can discuss it maybe after the show about like because like what the what the ending means to me is you know because that that secret ending just adds so much. Sure. With what little it is. Yeah. But. Yeah. All right. We yeah, can yeah. go on from there. That's like super spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Okay. Any. Any. I mean, I, I wish there's more resolution. To, just, I mean, obviously, I'll just say this about it. <clears throat> With the ending, um, I don't. I feel like there is no more why to this game. Like, why is this happening? Right. You know what? It, but more like what? Mm-hmm. Like instead, like you're you're not trying. I've seen a lot of people say that this game is, you know, metaphoric towards corporations and how they treat people and all that. But I don't, I don't think you're supposed to get anything like that. It's like this world is what it is, and it's not supposed to be relatable to us sure. at all. Right. And so I think it's just more of like this is an experience that happens in this game, and it's just supposed like that secret ending. Just like there's you're no, supposed there's to no be, metaphor. There's no yeah. Allegory. Like it's just, it's, it's just this game's about politics, just, this game is guys. a game. <laughs> It's the just, blob is Trump. Just, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you know, it's it's almost like you're just part of this, yeah. And like you just experience what happens, and like you're not supposed to know why. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Here's the thing: I really want Play Dead to make a Katamari game now. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping <laughs> that you game could be if you ran over the scientists, the bigger, suits, yes. it got bigger. Yeah, I was yeah, really, I was definitely feeling a little Katamari, a little Tales uh, from Space Mutant Blobs Attack. If you mm-hmm. haven't played that, it's I'm a beat launch game. It was yeah. really good. Interesting. Uh, anything else on inside before I can like untag Super this cool. spoiler part? Super cool. I think this. See, 
I appreciate it for what it was. If I was like reviewing this game like critically, I would give it high marks, but I wasn't a big fan of this game personally. Sure. Mm. Like it was cool and I respect everything they did, but I didn't have the best time playing it. Yeah. That's right. So I mean You're so wrong. <laughs> those yeah. like those... I said, I would probably give this like a four out of five if I was like, That's an eighty percent. Are you nuts? <laughs> <laughs> have you looked at Metacritic on this? But uh I use five point scale. Fuck all this okay. bullshit. So, I give it a ninety seven point two. That's what I gave it actually. <laughs> Perfect. Incredible. Yeah. But just personally I did not this game did not strike that much of a chord with me. Yeah, and so. see, like I'm very opposite. Really? I had a fantastic time playing this game. Mainly for the reason, like Brad said, it never took me out of it. Mm-hmm. Like from the moment I slid down that hill and I saw yeah, the you played thing, all the way through, and right? I saw, yeah, all the way through one. Sitting. I was one sitting as well, and I was one sitting. If you don't count the thirty minutes from last night, so almost yeah. one. Almost. But it's like I mean, sitting. by the time I got done, like I literally walked upstairs. I don't stay up late because of my job anymore. Sure. But I downloaded this game and got done around like eleven p.m. And I stayed up and around two thirty in the morning. I finished it, yeah. and I walked upstairs and looked at my girlfriend and was and just went. What the fuck did I just play? <laughs> like, Ooh, did you play with headphones? No, I but I played with headphones. my sound like oh, yeah. very yeah, high up. And yeah. it, it was just like I, I could not get this game out of my head at mm-hmm. all. And then I went and played it again and found all the little pods to yeah, deactivate yeah. and got the secret ending, and which I had to look up the the lever part yeah, but, yeah. Uh, just because I didn't want to go back and try to figure out what the hell that yeah. was. It's confusing. Yeah. But um, yeah, and just after that, like, I like I just I still have not really been able to stop thinking about this game and I think that's a good thing and um going back to what I was saying actually before but it's like from the moment I slid down that the the cliff in the very beginning mm-hmm. it was and saw those people in the truck right. this game in like instilled a fear in me mm-hmm. that was really good mm-hmm. like I felt scared playing this until the final 20 minutes yeah. when I just yeah. felt indestructible right but it was like such a good feeling and not many games do that i would say uh 10 out of 10 blob physics is my put that on the back of the box and not just the physics but the sounds the block makes so squishy and weird and like you like like, press yourself against the wall and it like moves up and like oh it's trying to lift the the long plank to do the thing it's just like yeah 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 yeah. like trying to reach (laughs) higher in the air yeah and like i love the whole point like when you had the light the Box oh, that was fire great. And throw, and throw just like how the whole there. time they're like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. not trying to touch it because it's hot. Yeah, it's super cool. But, oh, such a such a fantastic game. And it's you know the more and more I think about it, going back to what two weeks ago when we were saying what's our midweek or mid year game league, like, I, I I seriously think this may have topped the witness for me. Wow, interesting. Okay, so, yeah, this may have topped Dark Souls three for me, just as as impactful as this was. Right. Dark Souls three is a great experience, but it's just the same. Mm-hmm. It's more of what I've already played. You mm-hmm. know. Might have some recency bias, guys, but you know. We'll but see. but the, well, but also you know, with the witness, I really need to finish it because right. like I beat it and got like the normal ending, but like the the but secret that, stuff. Yeah, but the secret stuff, and like once you get in there and like you start realizing like holy shit, something's going on here. Like it's pretty <laughs> cool, but uh, it's almost just one of those things like you know, inside you kind of like like I said, I played it, I got something out of it. Whereas the witness, I still haven't quite figured out what what sure. this is so and you so in the witness you haven't gotten to that part where you open up this like i don't know what it is circular door in the middle of the island and this blob comes out and it's got arms <laughs> yeah and it actually ties into just, inside it's yeah, very weird beautiful man. but uh <laughs> no i have not but i've gotten to like i'm in a part that's known as the challenge in the witness so like i've, I've seen like some pretty crazy things as far as this island goes mm-hmm. but uh still like no scale as far as what is going on 
sure. I'm too yeah. stupid for the witness. That's, That's my problem. My problem is, yeah. my problem is like, dumb. I just don't have whatever part of your brain you need to solve those <laughs> well, puzzles. I don't. I actually yeah. had some help because my girlfriend is a, an art major and so there was she like a lot it. of there was she like a lot it. of the color stuff that i would have never got perspective yeah, things yeah, yeah uh but you know we played this game together and i mean i have you know i have 400 pictures on my phone 350 of them are witness puzzles really and, like, just sitting there <laughs> and you to sing to her <laughs> no no no, no, and no. you're like help me i had no place. i had an app and uh where you could draw a picture so oh, like, I see what you're like saying. while okay. she was playing i would be sitting there doing and be like oh it's this you know I see. right so then we do it have you ever thought about printing them out and having like a photo album of witness. <laughs> if I ever go to your house and there's like a cork board of different witness with this like drawings everywhere, that's, that's, what it that's what it is. It's like we have a notebook that has all kinds of drawings in it. We even like took uh, big pieces of paper and like drew lines and squares and cut them out for the Tetris pieces and we're like putting them on my TV trying to figure out. So like, they basically do have the yard. They have that. <laughs> yeah, it was the first game since Condemned where I sat there and like. You know, I don't. I I went along with the. Don't game. remember having to think much when I played Condemned. Yeah, hobos, beat hobos. Yeah, no, and, uh. and that's the thing. It's like with Condemned, I was mainly just keeping track of what I got. Yeah, and whereas with this, it was more like I built objects to play this game, mm-hmm. and it, it was just such a great experience. But anyway, on okay, on. we are now back to a spoiler-free sure. zone. Welcome welcome back to the show. Eris dies. Oh, oh damn it. Oh, rest <laughs> in peace. Um, Brad, tell me about Fury. Fury? Uh, Fury's, Fury's pretty awesome. Yeah? Uh, Came out I don't know. Last I guess no one else here has played it yet? I've played through. I'm, to the, I'm only at the I'm second, on the second boss. boss. Okay, yeah. okay. Second uh, I mean, like, it really at its core, it's literally just, you know, a boss rush. Yeah. Bullet hell type game. Like there's the the another one of those. Yeah, which like I mean I'm fine with. Like, no, I'm, I'm joking. There I'm, aren't a lot of games. <laughs> like that. Well, there's there's a, there's like uh, Titan Souls has come out this year. What sure. Else like that. Fury That's like my that. favorite bullet hell game that came out this year was Titan Souls. Titan Souls. So, uh, bullets. So the thing about it that I like is like it the boss fights are really fun, and whenever you get to um whenever you get to a certain point with every boss, you mm-hmm. enter this like close combat. Right. zone right like a ring appears around him and you can only maneuver in that ring and that's when he like it's like it feels like an old like mono mono like samurai showdown and yeah. it's really really cool and there's really tight controls as far as like parrying and dodging and you can do these things like charge your attack charge your dodge and like perfect parries give you health back like really just like simple but tight mechanics, right. right? Like really, really fun, really, really satisfying. Whenever you see, uh, and if you get like the most absolute perfect parry possible, like last frame or whatever it is, they they enter like a downed state and you get like a critical attack on them. Okay. And like those are the most like satisfying moments when you're like get wrecked, right? Um, one of the one of the last bosses, however, is is really really interesting in that uh, it's it's pretty much like it maybe semi spoilerish but like it's like all close combat right like there's no long distance like a lot of the fights start with like long distance kind of bullet hell dodge bullet stuff like that um and then they go into close zone you do your close attack that's mm-hmm. one of their health bars right. you usually have to do like four or five health bars but one of the last fights is like all close and it's like one of the most like white knuckle like Oh, I just felt so good fighting that guy. Like it felt so good to finally beat him. Right. It's it's a great game though. I love it. This month's free PlayStation Plus game on PS4. Mm-hmm. I have it downloaded right now. I want to check it out. Yeah, we talked about it last week. Did we? Yep. 
like I that, gotta, like, that game. Out. <laughs> that yeah. game, I, I think it was fifteen bucks, maybe twenty. I uh-huh. forget how much I got it for in Steam, but like, I I would obviously pay that much again because it's a fantastic game. So like, if you can get it for free, right? Do it, like, mm-hmm. please do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been playing anything else really at all recently besides uh, those two? Other than that, like I've I've been doing a lot of traveling actually. Right. Uh, I've like traveled. I mean, you were at AX with me two I was weeks at, ago. You were at BidCon, BidCon the week before that. The week before the week after that, I went to Anime Expo and then I flew straight from Los Angeles to SGDQ in Minnesota. Yeah, I saw that. I forgot about and, SGDQ uh, going on. And then I had a week break, and now I'm pretty much here. And now you're here. Um, so I've been. I actually picked up. Uh, I picked up a Vita a few months yeah. back, mm-hmm. uh, mainly to play Severed. Which yeah. is a really, really cool game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, in addition to that, I had replayed 999 on my DS. Right. Um, because my friend told me that, oh, it's a trilogy and the third game's about to come out. And it's this trilogy called The Zero Escape. And the right. first one's Nine Persons, Nine Hours, Nine Doors, which is basically a visual novel with, I, I wouldn't say light puzzle, but there's a lot of puzzles. It's heavy puzzles. It's like heavy those, puzzles. Those puzzles yeah. are really tough. And they're difficult, too, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. 999, uh, very story driven, like many different endings. I remember, like, I actually played it like years and years ago when it first came out. I think I may have actually picked it up from Gameware. Yeah, <laughs> I was always recommended that game. Yeah, and uh, I I got a terrible ending. Like, I literally, my character just like got stabbed, right? And it was like game over. And <laughs> I was like, it. what oh. the shit? Like, I don't know any answers. I don't know anything that happened, right? And then my friend explained it to me. He was like, oh, Gotta he showed me he showed me this flow chart, right? And like. He was like, here's what you need to do. Because there's actually an ending that you have to get before you get the true ending. So it technically requires two playthroughs. Like, you need to get the safe ending is what it's called. And you need to get the true ending to really Mm -hmm. get, honestly, not even that many answers. I don't know. I don't know if you've played it or not finished it. I would love to go back through those games. I'll have to send you the flowchart if you want to play it. Because that is the way to go. It tells you what, like, doors to go through. And there are certain, like, story checks you have to, like, Mm -hmm. mention in conversations. Um, but Virtue's Last Reward is really, really fascinating. Similar style. You play a character that's trapped in a place with eight other characters. You're basically fighting for your life to solve puzzles and escape right. and stuff like that. But the interesting thing that it does, uh, dissimilar to 999, is 999, if you get an ending and you want to like go back and do another playthrough, you have to start the game literally that's what I heard. over. All, all the text stuff, all yeah, the, like, but, the like, everything. It, it gives you the chance that like if you've seen text already, you can uh-huh. skip it. Oh, okay. Right? So like... It basically you can skip up into the point where you, where there's new dialogue or like a new okay. option that you've chosen, uh, which is really really nice. But you still have to solve the same puzzles again. Right. That can be kind of tedious. In Virtue's Last Reward, they um, basically the flowchart that I was using online is now built into the game, and you can actually like time jump between. That's cool. Yeah. So it's like oh I've I've seen this. Part I want I need to go where this part breaks. Let me and go I can see the, this part exactly. So so it shows you. The entire timeline with like it, there's just question marks, but you yeah. can see where things branch and where things come off. So like it's it's made really weirdly in that uh, most most things um, like you'll get to a point where it's like uh, uh, where did this character go? And the, and the game will say they'll be like, oh, where's Alice? Where's Alice? Mm-hmm. And the game will go to black screen and say to be continued. And so there's now a question mark in that timeline mm-hmm. and you have to go to different timelines to be able to answer that question. And okay. once you have the answer to where Alice went, you go back to that question mark and it comes up and it's like, where did Alice go? And you say, Oh, she's here. And then the game mm-hmm. progresses from there. 
Okay. So it's like it's like when you fuck up and you choose your own adventure storybook and you go back to page like thirty seven where it broke off. Yeah. And now you go back to But it's all part of the game. Okay. Which is really, really fascinating. Uh and it's it's just super good. Like if if you're a fan of like, you know, reading, which is what a lot of it is, you know, like Phoenix Wright, stuff like yeah. that, like it'll be totally up your alley and there's just like I'm about you know, about like seventeen hours into it. Wow, okay. It's 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 a long one. Um, Sounds a lot like that uh that like browser game. I think it's called No One Has to Die. That sounds really like familiar. That. Yeah, but it's like where like you keep playing it, and it's like every time you play it, it's like oh, one person always has to die, and then it like comes out. It's like some time manipulation thing. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. I don't quite recall that, but it's, it's a kind free of, browser. Game. Oh, okay. Right. It's, it's I think kind it's of... No One Has to Die dot com. Maybe <laughs> perfect, perfect branding. Uh, I it might be similar to that, but like it is just twist on twist on twist like i'm 17 hours in and like something just happened and i'm like what the fuck does that mean like, i haven't even gotten to uh like the end of i've only gotten one ending right right and i'm still playing through and loving it and enjoying it and the puzzles similar to 999 are like they can be head scratchers would you say you have to play 999 before you play this one to get it or i mean because it's on a different system if you only have a vita you can't play 999 so well vita i uh, no, vita 99 is only ds right uh i believe virtue's last reward is on both, is, is on both. Yeah. and the new one that just came out zero time dilemma is which is the third in the trilogy mm-hmm. uh is on steam it's on vita i think it's on ds yeah. maybe it is okay. okay and virtue's last reward is that Vita and DS, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's on Steam though. I don't think you can get I don't it on know. Steam. Yeah, I sure. just know that I've seen the ad for Zero Time Dilemma on Steam, yeah. so I know that. But like, um, there are again, I've I've still only gotten one ending in seventeen hours, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a few characters that you know return in Virtue's Last Reward. Okay. Um, you know, assuming you get the true ending, right? You actually right. see what happens. Um, and there's some concepts that like. You they, they they introduce some things in 999 that are like kind of sci-fi and kind of out of this world, and it makes some things in Virtue's Last Reward like make sense. Mm-hmm. But like if you didn't know about it, you would just be like, oh, it's that's kind of crazy, right? right? But okay. like now that I have them fresh in my mind from 999, I'm like, well, that could be kind of a thing. Okay, you know, uh, I don't think it's 100 percent necessary. You play Virtue's Last Reward, but like I mean 999 before VLR, but some things like some relationships between right. people you'll be like oh i you know the dramatic irony of oh this character doesn't know how these two people are connected but if you play 999 you do you do know how they're connected okay. and so yeah there's definitely some overarching stuff there have you since you have a vita have you played Danganronpa? i played Danganronpa. uh yes that was actually that and severed were the were the games i originally got okay. vita yeah. for because nice. i i bought Danganronpa trigger happy havoc on sale on steam and I was playing it, and I was like, I need this to be handheld. Yes. Because <laughs> I need to play this like on the on my commute in the morning on the train, right? Right. And uh, and so I, I refunded on Steam, <laughs> bought a Vita for it, and played all of Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc. And that game is dope. Yeah. Have you played any of the second too. one? No, no, no. I'm like went, halfway through it. I went from Danganronpa, I kind of deviated, went to 999, which is last reward. Because I, I wanted to like... Be as close to zero time dilemmas release as yeah, possible. That makes and sense. it turns out Virtual Last Reward is just taking me a long time. It's, it's <laughs> I think people are saying it's gonna clock like twenty five to thirty hours. So how many Twitter yeah. followers did you block when they told you not to buy a Vita? Because I remember you asked Twitter <laughs> it's guys, true. should I buy I, a Vita? And some idiots were like, No, you shouldn't. Well, I'm an idiot. And that's so <laughs> so so that's the thing, is like I my commute in the morning is probably like thirty to forty minutes and it's 
primarily on the train, right? right? And mm-hmm. so my DS, um, I originally brought, bought a new Nintendo 3DS for Xenoblade because I had yeah. never, I had never played it when it was on the Wii. Right. And I got like, I got pretty far into that, and I got stuck at a certain place, and I haven't revisited it. I really need to mm-hmm. because uh, my friend was telling me who loves those games. He was like. You stopped right there, like what? It's about to get crazy. And I was like, <laughs> "All right, I'll get back to it eventually." But uh, I found that um, I played like I started playing like Professor Layton, Nine Nine Nine, like those those quick story driven puzzle games. Like they just work so well on the yeah, train. You know, I just chill. Yeah. They wake me up sometimes because I'm like, oh, I gotta, gotta get like, your brain I gotta actually understand what's happening at eight in the morning. You know, um, <laughs> but yeah the vita i i don't regret it whatsoever oh, it's a good purchase quality yeah. purchase yeah. i love my vita i like what the kind of funny guys are doing the vita relocation program where if you have a vita and don't want it you send it to them and then they <laughs> oh, send it to awesome. somebody who does want it are people actually doing that yeah they like said sending it in a couple weeks ago on their playstation podcast they said they had one vita so far someone sent in really which is really funny that's interesting so not people person yeah, person person yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably uh, just geocorsi's third vita <laughs> probably mailed it in <laughs> Anything else for you, Vaughn? I know you said you haven't really been playing much of anything besides Pokemon and fighting games. Uh, the KOF 14 demo came out. That is a thing, yeah. How? What is that? No, you have to play it at um, CEO, right? Uh, that was the full demo. This is like a demo with only like seven characters. Okay. That's like released to the public. Has your opinion changed on it in the past three weeks? Oh, it's still fun. Okay, good to know. Uh, now that, that it, it, back it, of the it, box, it, <laughs> and it comes it's still it's fun. fun. <laughs> And it comes, uh, later. it comes with training mode as well, so you actually get to like experience like what's going on with like the battle system and all that stuff. It's actually, uh, I think it's an improvement from what fourteen, I mean, from thirteen was. Okay, cool. Like now, like you don't have HD mode anymore, so you don't have to worry about like doing all these long drive cancel combos that like end in high damage. You, like the combos are simplified for the most part. Okay, cool. So. Yeah, it's a fun game. I don't have any of my characters in the in the current demo, but I mean, like the actual release is what like what like five weeks away now, I think, something I like that. Don't know the answer to that is question. That, it's, I it's, could fact it's, check it's, it. Its release is in August. I'm don't sure. use giant. I know mode. that much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a, quiet, so I'm not gonna fact check it because that'd be awkward way to silence. Um, it's in August, so okay. it's gonna be there for CEO Taku as well. I still don't know if I'm going to that yet, but we'll see. Anything else for you? Uh, no, it's pretty much. I also downloaded the King of Fighters demo and played one round. And did like, you win? Yep. Did you like, win? Yeah. Of course. So you have a hundred percent win rate. Yeah. King of Fighters never lost. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. gonna buy that game, so I don't need to play a limited demo. Right. On set, even though it does have some neat, neat modes to it, but yeah. just I'm I'm ready for the final version of, of that. Anything else for you, Neil? Oh yeah. Uh, so I've been hopping around on. Uh, you know, really just Nintendo games lately. Um, oh, yeah, I so saw on Snapchat you were playing through Metroid. Metroid Prime, yeah. yeah. So I've never, never actually played Metroid Prime. On a GameCube Ooh, or a Wii? Okay. The Wii. Um, I actually don't game. own the GameCube versions, unfortunately, ever since I got Trilogy. But one thing that's weird about it is I, I almost kind of, like, want to get them again. Or I think I've been, you know, been thinking of downloading Dolphin, which I think uses... I just downloaded which Dolphin. Which I think... Two nights ago, Can two you in the use morning. controller support on that? Yeah, if you have an adapter. You can use you your need like a well, like with the DualShock USB Four, thing. it's yeah. just oh, I don't know, right. man. I would never. I'm sorry, I would never play a GameCube game with the DualShock. Well, I'm crazy. Yeah, well, well, the, uh, well, the Smash Brothers the uh, that adapter, adapter that, that should plug in your PC. Yeah, right? that, that works. Yeah. Or I'll just you know, oh, for the Wii U, use the cool yeah, yeah the Wii U oh, adapter works on USB. PC? Yeah, GameCube oh, adapter wow. works for uh, works with PC because it has oh, a second wow. USB strictly for PC. Yeah, that's well until then. <laughs> I mean, if you want to bastardize use... your Metroid experience with the DualShock, that's fine. Is, is he that. already 
not bastardizing it with a Wiimote? Is that? Uh, no, he's not no. using a Wiimote. I mean, like, right? honest, well, you honestly, could, honestly, yeah. but on the Wii, good. isn't yeah, that honestly, yeah. the Wii remote yeah, is the Wii. like the best controller yeah. scheme for that you game. Can, well, <laughs> that but see, that's where that's like kind of what I'd argue against this is like what I remember from the GameCube version is when you lock on and you shoot, it just shoots them. Yeah. In the Wii version, you lock on, it locks on, but aim. you still have to aim. Mm. And so that's like kind of throwing me off in like the two hours I've been playing the game, but it's not bad. Um, but I do like it a lot. Like I love the Wii remote more for exploring and like looking around right. and all that. Like mm-hmm. it's just so much easier than what I remember the GameCube version being. It's right. funny because but, the uh, other the other uh, like cross console jump that I actually really enjoyed from GameCube to Wii was Resident Evil Four. Yeah, like Resident Evil Four, I. I bought a GameCube for Resident Evil 4 because yeah. it was GameCube exclusive in the very beginning, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, so I got a GameCube very late into the life. And then I bought Resident Evil 4 again when, when it came out for the Wii. And like and again, it was and again, really, and again. really good. I never bought it for, I think oh, it came out for PlayStation 2 I or 3. Stephen, how many times have you bought Resident Evil? Like five. <laughs> and I'm about to buy it a sixth time <laughs> next month. You yep. literally bought every version of that really? game. Yeah, I own it on GameCube, PS2, uh, Wii, PS3, 360, Jesus. PC. And you've obviously played it to completion every time. Mm-hmm. That's like one of your favorite games ever. I think the first episode of Game War Express, I think we so. talked I think about Resident Evil really. 4. <laughs> I think it's, it's a good game. It's a pretty good game. It's a great game. It's, per- it's basically perfect in every way. <laughs> it's very good. It's very, it's, it's it was two GameCube discs, wasn't it? Um, yeah, wasn't it two discs? Two discs. Yeah, it's two it discs. So it's not a big game. I, Neil's amiibo choice is, I guess, now I see why it's appropriate. He grabs my Samus amiibo yes. before the start of this episode, and that's why. So, uh, but yeah, uh, Metroid Prime is a game that holds up very well. Yeah. Um, you know, music, I've never atmosphere, it. everything about the game is so like good. so much better than a lot of games I play even today. How do we how do we rank this trilogy? Like, which one's the best of the three? Which one's the worst? I, I was going to ask. Is it three games? Yeah, it's three, three games. games. Personally, and I'm, I'm probably in the minority of this. I like them in. Uh, one, two, three. Chronological no, order. And oh. opposite. Reverse, Reverse chronological, chronological order. order. So they only get better. I actually agree, I actually agree with that. Because okay. they, they just exponentially got better. Okay. Like, hmm. one is fantastic. and you know, But, I mean, this is like my whole argument of, like, you know, Zelda Ocarina of Time isn't really one of my... Is it, I don't think it's one of the best Zeldas, but there is no, like, horrible Zelda game. So right. It's sure. just like uh, Metroid Prime. I disagree with that. Wanda Gamelon? There's, like, four <laughs> shitty not, Zelda games, literally. What, what are they? What are they? <laughs> I'm not counting. Are those. you like an Oracle of Season Ages oh, no. kind of person? I love those, those are great. Games. Okay. What no, games? Those are the, the games Spirit that are the Zelda games that are bad or not. It's not fair to say that they're you're bad. Me, you're, don't they're, say the CDI games. Yeah, they're, they're, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but those, those aren't games. Those. Triforce Heroes is terrible. I, yeah, I actually, Triforce Heroes is not that but great. That's not really fair. I only played Demo E3 and that was enough. That's a Dynasty Warriors with Zelda. No, 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 that's Hyrule Warriors. Oh wait, Triforce Heroes is like a shitty version. Yes. And you have to stack on top of each other. It's like bad four swords. Yeah. It's like bad four swords. It's like one less sword. It's true. But yeah, I mean like four swords and Triforce. I haven't played Triforce Heroes, but I can't imagine it would be one of my favorite. And four swords is phenomenal. Four swords Adventures is great. Four swords I like, but four swords Adventures I really like. I like being able to control them all by myself. Four swords Adventures is awesome. But yeah, anyway, back, like, Metroid, like, in the Prime series, I just thought got exponentially better with every single title. One was fantastic, set a great atmosphere, set a great mood, perfect game throughout. Mm-hmm. Two, adding the elements of light and dark were fantastic. It was hard, and I loved like the puzzle elements that they added into the game. And then Corruption was just 
out with a bang in the I've, series. So I've never played Corruption. Does Corruption have a hook or like a, is there the anything? Grapple? Do you mean like literally a grapple? No, hook I don't or mean like a, a hook to play the no. game. The game came out 2016. <laughs> Not, what is the gimmick? I think yeah, what is the word? gimmick? Okay. Uh, is there a gimmick or is it just another Metroid Prime game? It's just another Metroid Prime game, but it's like they they just make everything work so much better. They were like, I mean, there was know, there was kind of a gimmick everything. to it. You had a lot of stuff with the phase on. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, what yeah. is that? Explain that to me. I don't know what that is. Well. Phaseon is kind of like a like Phaseon love or like like on normally is just like a poisonous substance that like Samus can't really take. Is that the dark like, matter from the second game or I don't understand? No, no. okay, it's clearly I need to like, go back. From and, the, it, it it made an appearance in the first game. Like whenever you stepped in it, like you would get hurt a like a yeah. lot. So like, well, your new suit in the third game absorbs Phazon. Shit, so, so like, it, it empowers you now. Yeah. What they thought hurt you is now ne- like a necessity. What does not yeah, kill you? Yeah, but like every time you defeat a major boss, like you get you're, some you're, Phazon. You get Truly more Phazon, some Phazon and then love right you're, like there. your suit slowly gets corrupted. And, oh, that's yeah. why the name of the game is Corruption. Yeah. <laughs> which leads, I've never played. Three. Which then eventually leads into Fusion. Oh shit! Really? It's becoming too dangerous. Well, sort of. I mean, all three primes take place between one and but at two. no point in any of these games uh do they attempt to limit your usage of weapons from someone saying you can't do that like oh, right? yeah, that's not a thing they don't they don't do that until later other end other <laughs> end's the like, only one that you're does not that, authorized yeah. to use that no, it's equipment like in, samus no it's like in metroid prime you know i don't know what we were talking the about. space station outside the planet <laughs> that you go right. to you know it blows up and in the explosion you get Hit back and it like your causes stuff your malfunction. Shit to malfunction. You gotta go find yeah, it. Just like Batman, same thing happened to him. Yeah, Asylum. <laughs> so anyway, Metroid Prime, fantastic. Uh, Katie and I have actually been playing through uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Okay. Uh, she wanted to kind of like give a Mario game a try, and we had been playing like original Nintendo Mario, and she was like, "This is too hard." And I was like, "Well, let's play an easier one that we can actually play together." And if you die, I can just carry you through yeah. it. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, I I really 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 like that game. That's a good way so. to test your relationship. Is play either 3D <laughs> World or well, New Super Mario Brothers she's, co-op. She's the first person that's like bad at Mario that listened to me <laughs> when I say like anyone anytime I ever play a 2D Mario game, I always tell people like just learn to hold the run button. Yep, that's it like doesn't it. matter. Like it doesn't matter if you die a lot. It doesn't just get used just to run. like playing the game at that speed. And like she's the first person to like listen to me do that. <laughs> I don't know why that is still a button. Like right? you should just move at that speed. You should just move at that speed, or like build up the momentum, <laughs> the momentum to that speed. Yeah. Like yeah. the P, the P speed and Super yeah. Mario Three. Yeah. Yoshi, Yoshi's Island did that perfectly. Yeah, like, really? you're always running. Yeah, like, there's uh, no okay. run button. Interesting. I didn't know yeah, that. never your cap. I'm always running. But uh, <laughs> yeah, other than that, because of Pokemon Go being down, I actually restarted X again. And, uh, wait, you restarted? I restarted it again. Yeah, but this time I have now made it past four gyms. Wow. What, uh, what's your starter? So, uh, this time I chose Froakie. So okay. I have Greninja yeah, now. I like Froakie. Greninja's good. good. Yeah, Greninja's yeah. pretty awesome. So every time I've restarted it, I picked different a different starter. One. Yeah, right. and this has been my favorite. See, I picked one, I so. picked Froakie because I knew I would be getting Charmander later. See, you said you got past right. the four, you got you have four badges now. Yeah. Oh, you're about to get the bike now, so you don't have to worry about skates anymore. Oh, I already have the bike. The oh, bike well, there you go. Now you don't have to worry about skates The bike was actually anymore. before the second badge. Oh, okay. You just yeah. never used I just, it. <laughs> I just, in the story, I just got the electricity flowing back to Lumino City. As so, you do. As you do. I'm heading yeah, you do. somewhere out of the power plant now. So do you have your Gen 1 starter yet? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. Couldn't remember when. I yeah, can't you get that as soon as you get to Lumio yeah. City the first time, which is like before the first badge, I think. Yeah. Okay. So now, like, I've already now experienced Mega Evolution, and uh, Mega Charizard is really stupid looking. Like, because you have wait, the wrong which, which one. one do you, which one do you have? What do you mean? There's like two versions of Mega Charizard. There's Mega uh, Charizard the black X. and blue one. Okay, you have X. Yeah. So. There's also Y, which like looks a little bit more like regular Charizard. He's still got the red skin. Okay, yeah. See that like really like that's what irritated me about. It's like I don't mind the design so much except the color. Like he's literally like Charizard. Well, that's that's <laughs> shiny Charizard is black. So it's like I feel like you're cheating if you have Mega Charizard X because uh, that's just shiny Charizard, and I've been wanting you. a shiny Charizard forever. Gotcha. All of these words mean nothing to me. Yes. <laughs> literally nothing. I haven't played a Pokemon since Blue. I haven't wow. played a Pokemon since Blue. You're not really missing all that much. Okay. okay. Um, black it's still and white's fun. pretty good. It's really? still fun. It's the uh, best Pokemon, in my opinion. Black and white is? No, they, it, not that one. Oh. X and Y. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, black and white. Black, black and white is also good, though. It's very good. Okay. Gold but, uh, and silver, motherfucker. Also good. good. Actually, hard gold, soul, silver, ten. Technically, there aren't really any bad uh, third gen. games except Alpha for third Sapphire gen. is pretty shit. Third that's, gen. That's, that's, that I was going third to get to that. <laughs> third you gen. didn't let him get to it the butt. I didn't say the except yet. <laughs> and uh, other than that, what else? Oh, I've been like playing Twilight Princess HD still. Yeah. So. Still Your first amiibo game. choice. Yes. Was, was my mean. first amiibo <laughs> And then he said, no, wait. Well, wait I'm like a Mendo, yo. I actually forgot that I turned on my GameCube. It's yeah. like GameCube week. It is apparently yeah, it is amazing. GameCube week. What'd you play? Uh, so I was playing uh, two games. I played a little Wave Race Blue Storm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He likes Wave I Race. I really wanted to go back to the launch of the GameCube. Like I wanted to sure. just experience sure. a couple of the games that I bought that week, mm -hmm. uh, which was good lord, what fifteen years ago this fall? Yeah, yeah. Ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, so GameCube. Yeah, two thousand one. Wow. It was yeah. November, wow. and then a week later the Xbox came out. Interesting. So. Okay. Um, so I played some Wave Race. Uh, I still prefer the 64 version, but there's nothing mm -hmm. inherently wrong with the GameCube version. They added the only the, the one thing they did change and that's a good thing is they added a turbo button okay. mm -hmm. that just makes you go faster. That's what turbo does. So I love that dictionary definition of turbo makes you go faster. That uh, that game is funny because it gets kind of pithy with you if you're like missing buoys. Um, hmm. I missed two in a row, and my, the announcer really sarcastically was like, you know, red buoys on the right and yellow buoys on the left. Like, just, And you can even unlock like an even more sarcastic really? announcer that basically just makes fun of you the whole time. Interesting. That's just like an attitude and not, not like toed with a with a little with a, uh, astro apostrophe. With an apostrophe. I'm not not two. He's not giving you two. But attitude that doesn't uh, exist with Nintendo anymore. Sure. sure. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. The 2001 era Nintendo was just kind of like, it's not not your dad's Nintendo. Snarky. Look at that. It's a little snarky. Yeah. And I also played what I still think is one of the best Star Wars games ever made, which was the Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Rogue, right? Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. Rogue, Leader. Yeah. Rogue Squadron Two. Rogue Leader. Like, uh, is that really the title of it? That's really yeah. the title. I had no idea. <laughs> Star Rogue Wars Leader, Two. Rogue Star Squadron Wars. Two, the, Star Wars. That that game is like one of the first games I ever played on my personal GameCube, and it's it doesn't it, when you played that in two thousand one, you couldn't believe you were playing this game on a Nintendo console because it didn't feel like any game on a Nintendo because it had presentation, it had mm -hmm. like the music from the movies, and it had voice work and it's just not something you were used to on a Nintendo console. Um and it's still beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. That game is absolutely beautiful even fifteen years later. Uh if you've never played that game I have never have. Yeah. Like it, you really should because <laughs> it's it is phenomenal. Factor five was such a talented group of developers and it saddens me every day when I wake up and the first thing that I think every day when I wake up is yeah, Factor Five doesn't exist. 
breakfast anymore. Why do I every day I torture <laughs> rest myself in peace. with rest in peace because of uh, I guess because of every later. day you 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 go to your computer click I, that bookmark that is the Factor Five Wikipedia and page still, and hope that it says no they're just coming back still. So I don't know what those guys are doing, but that was lightning in a bottle. Well, just to just to fit in, just real quick. With the GameCube hype, yeah. I did play GameCube That's a few great. weeks ago at at SGDQ. The the current world record holder, Bouncy Boy on oh, Super yeah. Mario Sunshine, yes. taught me a few skips in Super Mario That's Sunshine. Nice. So oh, I'm I have technically played some oh, GameCube recently. He taught me Gelato <laughs> Skip, and he taught me a few things. Gelato Skip took me about thirty minutes to to get. I just did it once and I walked away. I was like, I'm done. I did. Like, I got it. Um, but apparently that saves like 10 to 15 minutes. So I think I'm a speedrunner. Yeah, dude, you are a speedrunner. Okay. Okay. Is, that, is that like where you like shoot the water, jump into it, and slide everywhere? No, the gelato skip is like it's there's there's a a hut like a straw hut uh-huh. that there's like a shine in a tube behind it, and you have to like get a coconut, line up a certain angle, take the coconut on top, drop it, push yourself into it, clip into the hut, and then get the shine out. <laughs> This is a gelato skip. That's yeah. great. I, I don't understand hard. how they find these things and do these. I things, love that game. I saw it turn fourteen. I've never a few played days it. ago, and yeah, oh, it's it's my absolute favorite Mario. Game. Really? Um, the way you get that shine normally is that you have to do the little like watermelon festival thing, right? Ah, I see. See, I don't I even know so. that. I don't know the context. <laughs> he just told me the skip. I don't know the context. I don't know what I'm doing. I think uh, you're, I think you're like going through the like whole thing of just like getting the biggest watermelon ever and taking like get, pushing this watermelon, which is really weird to push. Over this tiny bridge to get to the hut, yes. So you can present it to the dude who will give you the shine that's locked in it. Ah, I see. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I can skip that. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> because that shine is really annoying to get. Otherwise, <laughs> there you go. While eating gelato, yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, that's what I know. That's my GameCube. Game I actually GameCube own the minute. Japanese version of that game just because of the reason that whenever you get a shine, it says shine get. Oh yeah, yeah that's that's what, that's what people because Bouncy Boy actually this year at GDQ. Opened the entire marathon with Super Mario Sunshine, yeah. And so people, of course, I want to shine get in chat. Oh, yeah. he's awesome. He's a fantastic streamer as well. Check him out. I, I love that. Cool. Game. Um, for me, aside what GameCube from, games, are you playing? I didn't play any <laughs> GameCube games this week. I'm not failing. even Pikmin. Not even so Pikmin. good. Did anyone play Pikmin? No, I didn't play. Oh, no, no. Oh, at, at GDQ? GDQ? Yeah, actually, someone like speed ran. Uh, <laughs> someone speed ran. There's, is there three? There's three. I think they. Did I think the first. I think it was the first one. The first they did whatever one, is one. Like the best game. To they did whatever one on the Wii. I think I've. Done you, all of them are on the Wii. I think oh really? Except three, three. one and two. One and two are on. Yeah, well, three is on the Wii. Wii okay. I, I don't. I honestly don't know which one they did. I, I just I, know I saw like a targeting reticle from a Wii. I think, it, I fastest, think it was the first. One. What's okay. the fastest you can do the first game? Seven days. Seven. I've done it at nine. So I'm close. Pretty good. Maybe nine. I don't know. I don't know. Are we talking about in-game days? In-game days. Okay, just making sure. Really long game. This isn't a zero escape. Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> For me, other than um, Inside, I did get Outside and played Firewatch. I played through all that, because that game takes place outside. outside. There's my segue. That's it takes place outside. Not the whole game. Most of the game takes sure, place outside. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so I'm like four or five months late to this party, because I think everyone else has played have this game. Have we all played I've it? I've yes. played it, yep. Okay, okay, well, that game's old enough. Firewatch was... Um, a little bit of a letdown for me. Yeah, uh, I feel I can, like I can understand that. It, it was all this build up, and then it just turned out to be nothing. That, just that's life, man. That's true. That's, that's true. a good true. life simulator. Yeah. And, and see, then, what's funny is that's what I like about it. Interesting. I, I actually really like but, this game. Okay, wait. Where are we on Gone Home? I've not even started it. I okay. don't want to talk about. Gone okay, Home. okay. Well, I won't, I'm not gonna spoil Gone Home. But, but from what we've talked about, I have fully found out that I played Gone Home 
very wrong. Yes. So that you were like trying to bunny hop around and like. Well, no, like <laughs> so going home, like I just thought it was going to be something completely different because the way like the game presented itself yeah, to sure. me, and like so like this whole time I'm like expecting stuff to happen. Robbers and, break in. Just, Someone delivers you know. a pizza. <laughs> and it's like I didn't order Nothing this. happened. So it's like all the stuff I was reading, I wasn't connecting. Right. Because I was like thinking Where of outside the, yeah, sources of yeah. like something's about right. to happen and nothing ever Did happened. Did you play Gone Home like, after Firewatch? Yes. Okay, because see like, they're basically almost the same game. But Firewatch does like throws all the narrative in your face. Yeah. Like yeah. it starts off with that like choose your own adventure thing with your wife. And then you're constantly talking with Delilah, who's kind of there to drive the narrative forward. Whereas in Gone Home, you're finding all that yourself. Right. And you have to look and you have to dig and you can't rush through it. Um, so, yeah, it just kind of – Firewatch spoilers. It just kind of sucks because I had a feeling since like the very beginning that the kid was dead. And I thought that that whole lead up to – they're like, oh, well, he's probably gone to high school now. So I'm like, no, he's not. He's dead. And then you find his little campsite. And everybody's like, he must have left in a hurry. It's weird he has the stuff here. No, he's dead. So when that was just the whole payout, there was no secret Truman show. There was no scientific organization studying these people. It's not like the Dharma Initiative it, and Lost. It's it wasn't like, actually the year 3000. It wasn't actually. You're like in a <laughs> science observatory. It was all just this one dude fucking with you because he was too ashamed that his kid accidentally died. And it's just yeah. like, that was the biggest letdown. And I knew we were not going to see Delilah. I knew we were not going to meet this person face-to-face just because – and that's not anything the narrative told me. It's just because in game design, as shitty as this game ran on PS4, I knew there's no way they were going to make human faces and have them interact with each other. So I knew there's no way we are going to meet this character. And that was kind of disappointing, the way they just kind of like – you've had this connection with this character through the walkie-talkie the whole time. And right at the end, when you're heading to her tower, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to leave. Fuck you. I've been hitting on you the past like 79 days. Well, and- she has to go. She could have waited to the next helicopter. She didn't have to leave then. Maybe. She was just like fire's tricky, man. She went and talked to him, and she was like, "No, actually, I'm gonna go." And you're got, and then you know, Henry was like, "No, why don't you wait?" She's like, "No, there's no one will come back again. I'm just gonna go." And I'm like, "All right, fuck you too." Like, really? But I'm, I'm glad I played it. I know there's a lot of talk, you know, back in like January, or February, or whenever that came out, and for some reason I just didn't get to it. But yeah, it was a little bit of a of a letdown for mm-hmm. me, as much as people were hyping it up. I don't know what I was expecting. I knew it was more than just walk around in the woods and do yeah. stuff, but there was just like all this stuff they set up and it just kind of all fell flat. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think I think personally, uh, Gone Home was just the stronger game. Yeah, and that came out three years ago. Yeah, and uh, and and I don't know. I don't know if that means like it's not even just gameplay per se because mm-hmm. technically speaking, Firewatch would be like a deeper game because there's right. like more traversal and stuff like that. But like. I thought that was a waste I was of time, like, most of it, too, I was, but... like, invested into Gone Home. Yeah. Like, I yeah. was, like, you said you finished it? Yeah. Yeah. I I was, like... No spoilers. Yeah, sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. But I, that was, like, the most on edge that I've ever been in a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, that invested in the but story the what is, was going on. Like, I was on edge for the complete wrong reason. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you should go back and replay it. You should go play it. You should yeah, play it. It's free on Plus. Yeah, you need to get on it. It's like two hours. You can play it and play through. Yeah, if you just play I through all of Inside, you, you can do Gone Home. I encourage you to do it one sitting. Because yeah, that's absolutely. what I did. It's only a couple hours. And like, uh, uh, you know, like you said, the, the the big distinction from Firewatch is Firewatch is very handholdy, very, yeah. hey, go here. You can even like, you know, open a map and see exactly where your objective is. While like Gone Home, you could theoretically finish it without – seeing All of, so yeah. much of it that's right? like dark souls if you're not it's reading crazy. your item descriptions you're not <laughs> exactly kind of yeah 
But so. like, yeah, no, no. As far as I can remember, I don't think a lot of items are like necessary to progress per se and gone home it's kind of just exploration but like what you do pick up everything that you can pick up and look at like has, has significance and yeah. you're about the same age as the player character it takes place in like the early to mid 90s right so you might be able to relate more yeah, just some stuff good in the house. some good like anyway. punk rock vibes you know Sweet. you understand yeah. it. you understand the grudge I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> uh yes yeah, so that's all i've been playing let us move on to news Let's see. A lot of Evo stuff. Evo was this weekend. Main event on ESPN2. That was fun reading Twitter that night. I don't know if y'all were <laughs> doing I, that. I, I, told, I totally read Twitter that night, too, as well. But, man, there are a lot of angry people that fighting games are on my TVs. Um, hey, there's also, like, 400 other channels. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There were a bunch of people watching it on that channel that night, so... <laughs> yeah, and it was great. Like, you could easily tell how much better the presentation got when we were just watching like i guess evo's like camera setup and stuff when it was on twitch and mm-hmm. then when espn took over and they had like that feel good story about the one american player left and his dad they went and got him and he you know didn't know his dad was going to be there and they kept yeah. showing them and it's like man espn you know how to fucking put on a like show of course tell a story <laughs> tell a story um yeah li joe that, that was great he finished fifth mm-hmm. uh it, it was exciting. Yeah, it, it, it was exciting. Grand finals for Street Fighter. It was, fun, it was pretty exciting for everything. Well, yeah, except Smash, in my opinion. But. Oh, I mean, I played Melee for twelve years, man. Nothing's new to me. That's true. <laughs> I really wish, like, I'm still like sad. Obviously, this is a personal choice, and I'm confused that Guilty Gear came after Marvel because I was really excited for Marvel, and then Guilty Gear came on, and just kind of everyone fell flat. And then Smash came back on, and more people were kind of getting excited. Then Street Fighter, obviously, was was a big deal. I enjoyed Mortal Kombat more than Guilty Gear, but that's just obviously my own preference. Anybody else watch any any Evo? Yeah, catch the ESPN too. I didn't watch a lot of it, unfortunately. Yeah, I watch. I watched pretty much all of the last day. Yeah, uh, and it we was always have a big really Evo party the, that Sunday. And, oh, really? And hang out. Yeah, and watch, it's yeah. it was super. We get exciting. our Pringles and our scoops, hog and dogs. <laughs> uh, I watched it. The Smash finals were awesome. The, the whole Smash kind of uh, uh, tournament I really enjoyed, and Street Fighter mm-hmm. V was fantastic. Yeah. Joe, you know, was awesome. Real Joe American watched. hero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw one Smash fight. It was like a Marth versus Fox. That's like all Smash fights, probably. That's a lot yeah. of them. That's, <laughs> a lot of them. That's true. Uh, Hungrybox won all of Smash. We saw him at the Nintendo World Championship last year. Really? Playing against mm-hmm. Reggie. Yeah, we did. And then Infiltration won Street Fighter. Yep. For yep. the second time. And we yep. saw him uh, at CEO in the... Last he's a god. With Tokido. He's, yeah, he's ridiculously good. So he is. Just the whole the whole story arc of him being knocked to losers by Fudo, fighting his way back. Like I think I'm pretty sure the grand finals of both Smash. I it could be wrong. The grand they finals of Smash. The in both. They both yeah, reset yeah, the brackets, and Smash specifically, I know, went to all ten games. Yeah. Right, like it yeah. was always two two, and then Hungrybox won, and then it became two two again, and it came down to like I think like last stock versus last stock. Yeah. I think Didn't it was, Street Fighter go to the last? Yeah. Round, I think, it, have, it, was, I think it, may have. it was game set, whatever. I really did not think Infiltration I, I was going to take uh, six. I think after the reset, Infiltration just beat Fudo uh, 3 1. Oh, yeah, okay. I, think, I think the reset. The reset the, went before the reset down was right. down to the wire. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I think, he, I think he cleaned up. He cleaned house. And it's so good. I love the moment whenever oh, Gutex yeah. was, was, interrupt, was inter- interviewing and was like, he was like, what do you have to say? And it went to the translator, and Infiltration was like, no, 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 I got this. And he was like, download. Download complete. I was like, that was so good. That, was that is such one of my moment. all-time favorite Evo moments. Great. Yeah. Just those two words. It was so good. We did have some news coming out of Evo. Um, if you're a Tekken 7 fan, uh, Bob, 
Old yeah, Bob was announced. Right, Bob's coming back. As well as a new character, <laughs> Master Raven, uh, announced for Tekken 7. So, she look cool. Yep. And then Evo Japan is a thing. Yes. Yeah. It's going. I hope it's early January. Probably, I would hope there. so, to split If it's early January, months. I'll probably go to Evo. <laughs> and uh, we'll have more details uh, this September during Tokyo Game Show, right. they said. But all it was, Evo Japan is a thing. See you later. Yeah, yeah that was it. <laughs> no, it was. there was no, like, one more thing. I know. Evo moment. Yeah, there wasn't. I don't know if that was because of the ESPN stream, but I guess Twitch was still streaming it with different yeah, commentators, yeah. so they could have done the one more the one more thing yeah. thing. We have something for you. Yeah. Like, nothing like that. And then... He, like, always Evo, that. Evo never really has that. They had though, it last least, year. But only... I mean, I the game... It's, it's usually before Street Fighter Finals when, like, uh, Ono announces something. I yeah. think there was... Oh, maybe. They've, I mean, had, they, they've had stuff before. after, but we did have Ono come up before Street Fighter Five, and uh, say Jury is coming to the game by the end of this month, and yesterday they said the end of this month is July 26th, which is next Tuesday. So they'll actually make the month of July this time. Yeah, it's, 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 it's earlier than normal. <laughs> the for June them. update, <laughs> which is like, on July first. It's not like the thirtieth or the thirty-first, like <laughs> all the previous updates, or like the last update, which like came out a month later than expected. <laughs> exactly. Um, unrelated to Evo, but kind of related to Evo, Nintendo has announced that Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U has sold two million units, and the 3DS version has sold three million units. Cool. A lot of units. Figured it would have sold more though. Is that like right? the least amount of games a Smash game has sold? Like, Probably. But they seem pretty proud of these numbers. Sure. So. Well, when you've only sold four million units, half. Yeah. Or when there's only like good. two million <laughs> like, Wii U's out there. Like, so. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> like, didn't Brawl oh, sell yeah. like a lot more than that? I don't know. I did you not know, fact check any other numbers. I'm just reporting what Nintendo said. Over 100 million people bought Wii's, so I'm pretty sure that Brawl's numbers are just yeah. trend, like going to be higher. Sure. Because of that. Yeah. Even if the adoption rate is 10%. It's still, still more. Yeah. Yeah. If you like new hardware... I do. Microsoft has announced the Xbox oh, One S 2TB oh. console is coming out on August 2nd. Nah. Yeah, cool. It's white. <laughs> cool. Wait, is that the smaller one? That's a yeah. slim, right? Okay. Yeah. That's a sexy look. Well, I got an email about this two weeks ago, but I couldn't talk about it. Oh, and, um, under actually, embargo. We signed, we signed some things saying that we would not sell them on the uh, marketplace. What's the that, one? So we contractually can only sell our Xbox One S units inside of our store. Oh, so you can't go try to sell it on eBay? Or Amazon. Or Amazon. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's, I don't know why. Like, I thought maybe other small stores did that. Has ever restricted that? No. Really? No. Huh. Maybe other small stores have done that or something? I think or every... Retailer is going to have to sign the same agreement. No, so I'm, so saying, I'm saying not making money. They could sell them on their website. No, I mean, I mean, in the past, like other places have like held units and then just sold them for more I, on eBay or why something. Why would anyone pay more than what this would cost? Because yeah. if, if you're out, Christmas, like if man. it's out Christmas. everywhere, he's saying drive up demand. What I'm saying is I don't think anyone's going to spend $500 on S because they're already expensive. No, I don't think yeah. so either. Is there a shortage or are they but, manufacturing a shortage? What I'm wondering, why right. did that sign this paperwork? Right. Probably, there's probably there's they, don't want you to, they don't want you to force a shortage. I think that's what it's trying to say. Right. Yeah. It's just know. so weird. I've never had it's, If this was like the Scorpio or something, maybe that would make more sense, but not the slim Xbox One. Unless there's only uh, ten thousand units. Yeah, unless they're unless they're expecting. Yeah, I mean, they shortage. might not be making that many since the Scorpio's coming out right, this time. Right, right. They're gonna make. I mean, what they need right now is to for these things to be sold out everywhere in August. Yeah. Like, why would a console Wait. be sold out in August? It's, I'm I'm probably late to this party. No, yeah. But the Scorpio is a new system. Mm. Mm. 
Or is it the Xbox One too? It's like you upgraded it, your PC. It's like you upgraded your PC. It's the really? most. More, Six teraflops! We're going to have more pixels. 18 quintillion planets. More pixels than any other console. <laughs> Not only that, the best pixels. The best Wait, pixels. so this is a half-step generational it's shift? It's more than that, yeah, because yeah. this thing that they're putting together, if, if they actually do it, I mean, it's going to be more powerful than anything on the market so right games now. aren't going to be developed for the one and the scorpio yes. no no the scorpio is going to oh, use scorpio. the same game it's back well do we know that sony came out and said that with neo but right. microsoft never really said anything but said it'll be backwards compatible but i don't know if scorpio games will have from, to run on the original xbox from what i understand the whole point of the scorpio it's not exactly what we want it to be mm-hmm. from what i from what i see and read is that this is just going to push games into 4k yeah, like this. This console will let you play your Xbox One games in 4K resolution. That's it. And it, that doesn't mean that they're going to look dramatically different right. engine-wise. They're just going to be a higher resolution. Or they might run at 60 frames per second. Yeah. I, so I don't know if if you compare like on a 1080p television a game that's running on so, Scorpio. But, but this is not a this is not a jump from the 360 to the one. No. No. This is a jump. It's it's lateral. Like, I'm so con- it's like, like, I don't it's understand. It's not jumping forward. It's just jumping on another. I it's don't like, on like the this. Z plane instead yeah. of the X and the Y. Because, yeah. because it, isn't the isn't the there's another Wii coming, right? Well, well the NX is the NX is a new but console the, but that's the coming NX next year. Is, that, that's a new thing. That's a new okay. Well, and we then, don't know what it is. Well, we don't know what it is. And then you know, Sony hasn't officially announced their next step, the PlayStation Neo. The Neo. But it's basically it sounds like unless they bring it back to the drawing board because of what Microsoft <laughs> announced at E3 with Scorpio, it just kind of sounds like it's. Do you want Uncharted to run at 60 frames per second instead of 30 frames per second, and maybe in 4K by this? Or do you? So want- it's their Scorpio. Yes, not as advanced, but not though. as advanced as of right now, based on the rumored specs. Right. This is. I hate this. <laughs> I hate all of this. Just so buy make, our, buy make our good slim, games. Buy our slim console and then buy our new console next year. Ugh. It was weird to announce, you know, a smaller yeah. Xbox One and, and then Scorpio? immediately later, like, oh, and also another new one a year later. Well, here, here's this montage of all these developers saying how much they love Scorpio. We so you should love too. it. I <laughs> made like, Fallout, and I'm going to make it on this too. <laughs> For I mean, for for my money's worth, like, I think this generation is garbage. Like, I don't, I don't think there's any, there's I don't no, think there's any good games for the one, unless you're a Halo fan. And I don't, there, there might be some. There Sunset be some. Overdrive is good. Sunset Overdrive. I actually Overdrive never didn't play Sunset, Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive is great. But like, the same goes for the PS4. Like, Bloodborne was a fantastic exclusive. Yeah. Uncharted Four was a fantastic into a series. But like, I. I Most of the stuff, anything, if you had a PC, you'd right? Be fine. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's you'd nothing. There's nothing I that think, I regret. Yeah. There's, there's, I, I, I kind of regret my Xbox One and my PS4. Like, there's nothing. I thought Order 1886 was gonna be dope as shit. I never thought that. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be cool. No. Uh, I was deeply saddened by that. But like, with the with the like lack of exclusives that are coming to either system, it's been nothing yeah, but disappointment right. in my book. Yeah, and it's it's almost like once we're getting to the point where, you know, we're getting what three years into the life of this console, sure, and that's sure. typically when a console picks yeah. up stride, that's stride, right. and like you start. I mean, we're seeing that stuff. We're like Last Guardians coming out this year, Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like we're getting all that. I like I like how we can use Last Guardian in 2016 but, as the yeah. game that's going to sell a system. But, <laughs> what but, are we doing? But then right as like it's gaining stride, we're getting new systems. Yeah, that's what's yeah. so weird and that about kinda it. Kind of sucks. Me. Yeah, but, but like I mean, like, like, like said, it's like a lateral upgrade, not a. It's not next. Yeah, yeah it's so confusing. It's so I will say this generation has been good for me in the sense of like I've completely you played two thousand hours of Destiny. Yeah, can't like, do that Destiny, on PC. Destiny, Destiny really got me into being like more social in games. Mm-hmm. 
and I appreciate it for that. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd kind of have to agree that. I mean, I wouldn't say this generation sucks, mm-hmm. but it hasn't been like we came off Metroid such a Prime long good. generation with the 360 and the PS3 that kept pumping out quality content until the new machines came out, yeah. and we haven't had that type of content yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. Right. Maybe Uncharted 4. Maybe. But even then, I still haven't finished it, so I don't know. Uncharted 4 has been fantastic. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Most of that, most of that, more of that's on Steam, though. That's also on PC, yeah. Right, yeah. Like, there's no reason for me to own my Xbox. Like, 90% of my friends did not have PS4s, you know, that I would probably be doing most of my gaming on PC now. Yeah. But since most of them have it on there, and I do like sitting on my comfy couch and playing on my big screen, I keep it on there. But if most of my friends had PCs, I might figure out how to build a smaller PC or hook my PC up just to my TV. Mm-hmm. Just get a 30 way. foot HDMI cable. That's true. I've got one if you need it. Just run it over <laughs> to the ceiling. Drop I've got it down. two 30 foot HDMI cables. I have 60 feet worth of HDMI. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I have one. It was a really long one I for Rock Band night. For the Rock Band night. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I think um I think PlayStation is getting to where you want it to be. Faster. Horizon Zero Dawn looks looks phenomenal. Yeah. The PSVR is coming out. Well, this there's holiday. there's a lot of really intriguing exclusive because you want you want something on a console that makes you like think I got to buy this console. Yeah. Because yeah. Dark Souls, the best experience, the best way to experience Dark Souls three is on a PC. You know, because yeah. sure. it just runs better. Sure. Bloodborne, it's only on PS4. Yeah. And that's probably for me the most played because I don't really play online like you guys. Right. Do, so right. I don't have a thousand hours into. A single game, but I put more hours into Bloodborne this generation than it's probably See, anything. I, and I think I think that um, I I can I will admit I am not a Souls player. Like yeah. I don't I understand. I don't you too, love it. Me and you both. I brother. don't love it. I don't, the, the, <laughs> the the only Souls game I have enjoyed and finished was Demon Souls. That's a great game. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell of it. I enjoyed the the hub world. I enjoyed being able to like teleport to like the different chapters of bosses I've beaten or whatever. Right. And then once once Dark Souls came out, it was like it opened up and I was just like, Oh god, what am I doing? And I just <laughs> died. And I I did not enjoy it as much as I did Demon Souls. Yeah, no one ever should have to explain to anyone that they're not or why they aren't interested in a Souls game. It's very sure. understandable it's very, why yeah. someone right. would not be interested. We get in Souls it. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Dead Rising 1, 2, and Off the Record are coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And PC, yeah. First time that Dead Rising uh, 1, 1 is on PlayStation. And PC. And PC. Yeah, it's, it's only been an Xbox 360. And the Wii. And the Wii. Don't forget oh, about, don't forget the Wii. Oh, don't forget about the terrible Wii version. That's yeah. really bad. Um, it's no, it was, rumor had it. That it was going to be like a remastered version, but now that it's officially announced, they didn't talk about it being a remastered version. More so, does port. it still have the, the garbage time mechanic? Oh, that's the only reason I want to play. This I game. hate that. I love the time. I actually like the time mechanic in there's, the first yeah, one. I just don't like that you have to restart every five seconds. There's two types of people in this world: <laughs> people that don't like the time mechanic, and people that do. But the restarting mechanic is so important. You need no, to know. be restarting in this game. Right. You cannot beat the original Dead Rising. Without restarting, yeah, it's, just, it's impossible. Well, it's yeah, possible. Sure. It's just not fun. No. Um, so I'm excited. So good. The thing yeah. is, though, now at this point, I don't know if I'll get it on PS4 or if I'll just keep it on Xbox One because that's what I have Dead Rising Three on. Dead Rising Four is a timed exclusive for Xbox One, and right. I like to have all my games in a row on the shelf course, and not course, jumping course. back and forth 
between With consoles. boxes and consoles. Exactly. Yeah. You can't have that. I will be buying the PS4 version of okay. uh, all of these. Is Dead Rising games. 3 ever going to come to PS4? That's the only Four? part of this puzzle that's unclear. Dead Rising 3 was like a... That was the Xbox exclusive. One launch. Yeah. Okay, it's gotcha. only on Xbox One and PC. Yeah. Um, obviously, 4 will be coming to PS4 after its Next year, kind of pulling yeah. a Tomb Raider from last so year. So it would be weird to only have uh, you know 1, 2, and... Four, yeah, but not three. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know what two was like. The motocross guy, yes, right? and yeah. three was like the mechanic. I and that's yeah. the only one I haven't played. Okay. I own it. Yeah, probably should get around to it. Yeah, I, I need to get three. But that that time mechanic, the reason why it's so important in the first game, that sense of urgency. So Dead Rising is not a game about killing zombies, mm-hmm. flat out. It's just that's not the. They're point. there to be in the way. Yeah, they're there to slow you down and to be kind of a nuisance. And the the, the quicker you realize that in the original Dead Rising. That you just need to figure out a way past these things instead of trying to mow them down. The only reason you need to be mowing down zombies in that game is if you want to get that stupid achievement for killing like 60. Yeah, it's, there's an achievement for killing 53,000 zombies. Which is the population of Willem- it's the population oh, of Willamette. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, so the more the, the more abilities that you get in Dead Rising, and the faster that you can literally the faster that you can run because you can enhance your running speed, the easier that game is, and it might mm-hmm. take you three or four hours to get to a certain checkpoint on your first run through. But then after a restart, it's a half hour to get to the right. same part. Sure. Um, I just got, Hey, the, the Jeep guys. Oh, and they respawn. Guys. It's so terrible. Why guys. do yeah. they respawn? That's why that's one of the times I quit playing My dead rising. Yeah, Jeep guys. Up the pan and <laughs> <laughs> My, for me that the first thing that you need to like race to do in that game is kill Adam, the clown, Oh, he's the double chainsaw guy, right? And then you need to get the three books that make the chainsaws last 27 times longer. And then you're in, you're, cause they, they, they make it last three it's times. Stacks, and it stacks, yeah. 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 So you, you pick one of this, this particular book and it lasts three times longer. You pick another one up and there's like 30 books in the game and each, you know, each book makes particular, or I'm sorry, each book durability. makes, yeah, the yeah. durability lasts right. longer in certain types of weapons. So. Um, I don't so know. You get the mini chainsaws, 27 extra You're good. ability, and yeah, the that's game's it. over. And yeah. then I think those chainsaws respawn, so even if they do break, you can go back to where you encountered Adam the Clown, and you can get them <laughs> back. You don't have to beat him again. Interesting. Uh, the only thing that I wish they would change about that game is the uh, the Survivor AI, because it is yeah. terrible. It is really bad. And they, they completely yeah. fixed it in the second game, but it's completely broken in the first game. Mm-hmm. So you, if you give someone a weapon... Uh, in the second game, they can pretty much take care of themselves and they'll yeah. follow you around, but not in the first, not in the first game. game. It's, it's, getting survivors is really difficult. One I of have my favorite rising. things in the first game, too, is getting the Mega Man suit. Yes. <laughs> I hope they make some of those slight improvements, even if it doesn't look better, if it at least plays slightly better because I, of that. I would challenge but, anyone to actually put the game, put their 360 version of Dead Rising 1 back in their Xbox. That game actually still looks good to me. Yeah. Like, I think it, like, the character models and the textures aren't that great the texture texture works pretty good in that mm-hmm. game i think it'll look even better in a, well in a did you ever encounter any like slowdown or anything with that many zombies that game on screen is on gorgeous 60 frames per second yeah. uh, dead rising one runs better than dead rising two on the same hardware yeah so mm-hmm. yeah i never noticed a frame rate problem until the second game came out while dead rising four it does have that timed xbox one exclusivity deal this year right rise of the tomb raider is coming out on ps4 it was announced on october 11th it's going to be included with uh, some extra content as part of the, celebrating the 20th anniversary of the series. And the cover looks just like Uncharted uh, Nathan Drake collection. Yes. And Naughty Dog, as Neil Druckmann called them out on Twitter in a comical way. Such a and good that was game. Funny. Yeah. Tomb Raider is so good. Tomb Raider is so good. One game is going. Is... Wait. 
Oh, oh, oh. That collection didn't have, like, the three. Okay. I got yeah. it. Cool. Right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've been waiting to play that, because it's been out since January on PC, Rise of the Tomb Raider, right. and it came out last October on Xbox One. It sold so well on Xbox. It lit the sales charts on fire. Which, yeah. I guess it didn't, didn't sell. It was discounted. <laughs> Very quickly. I was I really? yeah. It was great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's a wonderful it's game. Um, I don't think that was money well spent for Microsoft as an exclusive. Mm, yeah. I see. It was uh, the Rise of the Tomb Raider. I don't think this would be one of those things that sells consoles. I think Dead Rising Four might do better on that, but I don't even think that's going to do. Uh, Dead Rising Three sold a million copies on yeah, Xbox One. That's true. So. Hmm. It was also a launch title. Need something. That's when you bought that console. You do need something. Well, they had like seventeen other somethings. That's true. It's not like <laughs> Rise, the old days where you get two Rome. games at yeah. launch. Uh, what were the Xbox 360 launch titles? Oh, God. Rise of Rome. No, wait. Oh, wait no, Xbox no, 360. 360, 360. Call of Duty 2. Perfect Cameo. Dark Zero. Perfect Dark Zero. Oh, Perfect Dark Zero. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. <laughs> but I had Condemned. I had Cameo. I had Perfect Dark Zero. I think maybe uh, maybe a fourth game. I think I had three or four games at okay. launch. But there were there were like maybe 20 games. Five. Wait, where was where was Blink King the Kong. Time Sweeper? That, that's was that original launch? Xbox. Oh, that's, that's original Xbox. Original. Okay, my bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> There are two Blinks games. King there, Kong. <laughs> King Kong. That was my fourth game. I totally had King Kong. Michelle Ansel's King Kong That's from Ubisoft. <laughs> got all a thousand achievement points for just beating the game. Good job. That's great. Good job. Mad, wasn't that? Wasn't mad. that? What was the? Uh, what's the game? I don't think it's King Kong. There's some game that is like just notoriously like the easiest achievement like oh, game ever. Disney Pixar Avatar. Cars. Avatar. Is Avatar. The oh, is it Avatar. You can get it in 45 seconds. You can get all really? thousand achievement points no by doing like a 120 hit combo. It's and like a block do that. combo, I think. I, you can do it in the first fighting segment two, of the game. That's There's like four yeah. or five enemies and you can actually get all of it. So yeah, <laughs> I, I just out of curiosity, one day at GameWare, I was like, I'm going to put this game in our demo kiosk and see if I can actually do this. And yeah, you, you can do it. You did it? <laughs> Not on my Xbox. I did it on the demo Xbox. I see. That's funny. Uh, Harmonix has come out and announced uh, the release date and price for the Rock Band 4 expansion, Rock Band Rivals. It'll be launching in October for $30. But if you pre-order it now, you get 10 songs. If you pre-order on Amazon, you get two more. Whoa, wait, what are the two Amazon songs? Do we know? That's uh, a Maroon 5 song, and I don't remember the other okay. one. Okay, Maroon 6. Yeah. Song. <laughs> uh, they, I watched their live stream the other day, and they were showing off their uh, Rock You Drama game yes. mode, where Rockman Rivals is kind of like it's set up uh, story mode where it's like VH1 behind the music or whatever, and they have like live action cutscenes, which are just cheesy and ridiculous, and you play music. So. Is that like the, uh, wasn't, wasn't there a skateboarding game that's similar or something? Was it, was it a skateboarding game or no? It was a uh, it was a racing game. I think it was like Need for Speed or something. Uh, with it like, like FMV stuff. Yeah, and, there was yeah. like oh, live action yeah. cutscenes. It was just Need for Speed. Was, was that just Need for Speed? Last okay. one, yeah. Well, these aren't live action though, right? Oh, yeah, no, are they no. are. They, oh, they had are. people what? dressed up. Did you not watch it? Yeah, no. go look that up. It's terrible and great. Oh, that's it's, yeah, I would cheesy. love it. Yeah, it's cheesy Sounds dialogue. And, yeah, it. Do they dumb. just go when they film these? They just go to like a. I don't know, improv theater where they have a big <laughs> box of costumes and props. I think so, they, because some of these costumes look like they pulled them out of like a box of costumes. That's it's, awesome. it's ridiculous. and all, Not as ridiculous as Just Dance 3 story, which is fantastic and yeah. cheesy and ridiculous, but it's it's up there. Wait, Just Dance or... I'm sorry, Dance, Dance Central. Central. I was about to say I Just Dance to say, didn't have a story. Just no, I'm sorry, I pulled it. Dance Central 3. Time traveling. Time travel, dance. dancing, safe yeah. world. Yeah. Written by Eric Pope, community yeah. manager of uh, Port Honor. Yeah. 
It sounds like a young you know, capitalist city skater. That is yeah. a great game. Skate great to blow PS2 up launch game. One thing that's kind of shitty though was the launch game. I don't think so. Mm, yeah. Uh, Harmonix did an AMA on Reddit yesterday, and uh, that was Thursday, by the way. Yeah, they were talking about how online multiplayer is coming <laughs> in December for those who buy Rock Band Rivals. Wait a second. Well, hold the hold the phone. Now I don't have Rock Band Rivals, but I have Rock Band Four. You're telling me that I can't play online with my friends? That is correct, sir. Unless I buy this expansion. Yeah. That's kind of shitty. It's a, a main feature that was in Rock Band 1, 2, and 3. Luckily, and hiding's yeah. kind of paywall for Rock Band 4. Luckily, Luckily we don't have to pay for That's true, because we're a member of the road crew. We got the game for free, and we're getting rivals for free as well. That's full yeah, disclosure. Full disclosure. Yeah. Sad, sad news for everyone else. Though. Yeah, you, you, will, you would Sucker. have to buy this. Are you going to buy it? No. But you get tw- you get 10 songs. <laughs> 12. I mean, use Amazon. Well, I mean, what, I mean like, you we, get we have Chandelier enough. from Sia. I love that song. We have enough rock band parties between all of us anyways. Yeah, but, but sometimes By I all can't. of us, you mean Adam. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, That's we have good. enough rock band parties. So I, mean. I mean, your place is the most conducive to a rock band party. That's true. That's why we have them. I know. Unless we run out stage one. Ooh, that's what we're planning on doing. I did that for my birthday. Yeah. So uh, well, if you thought Rock Band didn't make sense in 2016, just wait until Rock Band coming out in 2017 doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> yeah. you can get all new band bundles. Yeah, uh, you thanks know, PDP. But the one good thing, if you're uh, if you're worried about Rock Band sales this fall, there's no new Guitar Hero, so there's no no they're competition. The only game in town, quite literally. <laughs> so if you want to play plastic instruments like it's 2006 again, then I don't you know probably check. anyone playing the new Guitar Hero. Well, I I tried it, um, I tried it at a Best Buy, and I was like, I don't think I like this. I tried it at three. I thought yeah. you bought it. No, it was like thirty dollars. I bought it. I think yeah. I said I was gonna wait till it was like I twenty, was, 20 bucks. So I was not. I was not happy with it, especially because uh, I could not, for the life of me, calibrate the latency. That's not correctly. Yeah, and. So there was no way for me to play that game. They, right? Um, like I tried on my PC monitor, I tried on my TV, I tried everywhere, and I just could not get it to go in time. Yeah. And obviously that's kind of it's important sort of in a rhythm important. game. You yeah. kind of need to hit buttons. It's, but like it's I did, really important. Yeah, I did find it fascinating, kind of the new control scheme. Like that's yeah, they're it, trying it, it, to it, it, reinvent yeah. the wheel, right? And it was kind of cool, um, but I, I lost play interest it. in that game as soon as I found out that the the music video mode yeah. was not separated stems for the instruments. It's just kind of you playing the guitar over the song sure, which yeah. to me that's just fine you might as well have a little plug and play that you got from walgreens although uh <laughs> some of these latest rock band dlc songs yes, are doing the shit some of the same it's the same thing for some of the yeah. new rock band and I, I would never ever buy even if it's i wish they would tell us and like the top three questions on their ama for a while was, were addressing that and it took them a while to get answers and then when they finally answered, it was just generic PR. Well, I'd expect them to say, well, it's either this or we just don't get the track. And that's exactly what it said. But at least tell us, yeah. you know, in the yeah. announcement of new DLC, this we don't have stems for this. Yeah. This is just you playing over the song. Exactly. Because that's worthless to me. It's not mm-hmm. even worth I wouldn't even download it for free, to be honest. Right. I wouldn't be interested in playing it. Just get better and don't miss, and then you won't notice it. Oh, I'll notice it. <laughs> <laughs> you will notice it. Uh, let's see. Report came out and said that the Rocket League cross-network play is ready to go. Excellent. We just need Sony's approval to do it. They're a little busy right now. They're I'm a little sure. busy, and I still don't see them approving that. Because what do they have to gain from letting PlayStation 4 and Xbox One users play this game together? More Van- esports. Answer's esports, nothing. yeah. So, womp, womp. What if they do approve it? That'd be crazy. Yeah. 
They'll do make... it in like three years when if they're like downtrending, then they'll. Hey, y'all like Rocket League still? It's 2020, but y'all still like Rocket League? Man, Rocket League in 2020 sounds even more futuristic and awesome. Like Rocket <laughs> League 2020. I think there's, that's the expansion. Yeah. Actually. There's actually new new cars this week in Rocket yeah. League. Yeah. Or a pump, month ago if you bought the collector's edition. Collector's yeah, edition. I mean, they're that's pumping right. content out. Like, they, they, they do never update, did, they do new cars, stuff like that. They never did release the Turtle Wagon. No. Nope. would have been perfect really disappointing. with the Ninja Turtles movie. That would have been good. <laughs> Brandy. I know, right? It's just a reskin of Merc. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're well, right. You're right. Do. Oh yeah. Or like, how about the Giorno pizza delivery truck? <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's not delivery. Or at least just like some <laughs> turtle toppers. Yeah, Come yeah. Turtle, turtle heads on the antennas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be cool. They, and when you make a goal, they could say something. And like, uh, uh, instead yeah. of having the sword things like shoot forward, like they could be your boost. Yep. Yeah. Like why aren't we making this game? Why aren't we making this game? What's wrong? I'll talk to Psyonix. I'm sending two applications tonight. Psyonix <laughs> is actually hiring a community manager not too long ago. I thought about applying, but I don't want to leave Cody all behind. That's very nice. Got to finish out this project. Um, last piece of news I have. Legendary Pictures will release a live-action Detective Pikachu film. This will be their uh, second video game film. Their first was Warcraft. Okay, well that was. I mean, I heard that was good. It was fine. You know, I, I didn't wasn't see it. I didn't see it. It wasn't offensive. Wait, a live action Detective Pikachu? Yes. Sure. A game Am that, I having a fever dream? A game that did not Am come I out dying? in America. Well, not yet. Not yet. Not so yet. Pikachu is going to be live action? No. He, <laughs> doesn't Danny DeVito wait, doesn't doesn't Reddit want Danny DeVito to be the voice? Yes, I've yeah. heard that. Okay. That'd be he great. actually did respond to that. He, He's he like, what's, like a what's a Pikachu? Bring on the whores. Jesus Christ. I want Frank as Pikachu. Yeah. So that's weird. But okay. I not, not 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 Pokemon. That's not a Pokemon movie. It's a Detective Pikachu like, did, movie. Did the, did the game even like do all that well? I have no idea. What I, kind of game is it? The, the only thing it makes me think of is like Japan Hey You Pikachu. Only, that's it. Like, is this like a Hey You Pikachu game? That's a. It's, we are like Pikachu. Go investigate that body. <laughs> and then he doesn't hear it correctly. Yeah, he doesn't hear it. You yeah. just say it again. Investigate the body. Look for tracks. What's happening? Pikachu PlayStation. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't this be just like a Phoenix Wright game? With kind Pikachu? of. Uh, that's what I would imagine. That's why. Don't think. we all love Phoenix Wright? Games? We do. I love Pikachu. So with like <laughs> a random Pokemon battle with your Pikachu here and there. I mean, um, there's no time for battles. Hey guys, gotta... Pokemon's really hot right now. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's, it is. So. Everyone, you know, uh, some other news is that uh, Ubisoft is actively looking into a an AR solution with the popularity of uh, of uh, Pokemon Go. Their investors have uh, asked if they are looking because Ubisoft as a company is usually kind of on the forefront of putting software on some kind of new technology. Right mm-hmm. when the Wii U launched, Ubisoft had games. When Connect launched, Ubisoft had games. Sure. When the NX yeah. launches, Ubisoft will have games. So were, were they responsible for Connectables? Uh, no, that was internal. That okay. was Microsoft. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know if Ubisoft is like, well, if, if Pokemon Go is so popular, then we'll just put one of our beloved franchises like Ghost Recon, where mm-hmm. you walk or around Assassin's your Creed. sure, yeah, walk around your neighborhood with a gun and like try to <laughs> climb this make building. sure to. <laughs> If anything, the Just Dance will be perfect for AR because yeah. you can like search for hidden AR boomboxes all over <laughs> the, the city, and then maybe have dance battles with other people uh, that, that are playing the game. It's a, a good exercise. It's not the worst idea. Good use I've of their ever. IP. I'm sure there are worse ideas. You can a Spotify partnership with the app so Boom. that you've got your songs playing. Easy, you know? easy. I'm surprised Ubisoft hasn't come out with like a digital card game yet because everyone seems to be coming out with digital yeah, card games their... lately, going after that Hearthstone money. Yeah. Can Spotify so. partner with multiple? Because now they're because they're partnered with Sony, they're the 
You can partner with anybody. You know, yeah, just, yeah. It's not a console. Ubisoft doesn't have a console. Then so. Sony doesn't own not Spotify. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, God. What if Ubisoft made hardware? Exactly. That'd be great. And that's all the news I have for this week. Did I forget anything? Yeah, you forgot the Ubisoft AR news that I just yeah, write, that down. <laughs> write that down right now. I got you. Wait, down. let me type it in. Okay. <laughs> New releases for next week. Uh, Tuesday, uh, Headlander is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Actually, that's some news. What's up? That PlayStation announced their PlayStation Play 2016 Yay, games. Four games. All four of them look freaking fantastic. Oh, I missed that. I mean, what what are they? Play? Uh, Headlander is the first one. So it's like Summer like, of Arcade. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. But okay. like, this is probably like the best lineup of games I've seen since Summer of Arcade 2010 and before. Yeah. Like, so Headlanders is one. Headlanders is the first one. The second one is um, a underwater adventure game called Abzu. Something like that. Oh, I saw okay. we saw that at uh, uh, E3. Did they have the big aquarium? Like yeah, out, outside of West. It was very interesting. Your concourse, yeah. They had see-through displays, basically hmm. like TVs you could see through that had fish. Kind of, it looked like an aquarium. Interesting. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the third game is uh, that weird brutal weird grid-looking game. Like that's black, brutal. mostly black. Yeah. I think it's like uh, some kind of remake of some kind of European game called like ASC2 or, yeah. or something like that. Out of the four games, that's but, the one that I'm not so sure about. But it looks fun. Yeah. It looks fun from the video I've right. seen. It's but, a, um, its logo looks like an ampersand. That's on. Yeah. Is this going to be like another iDarb? And uh, the last game is Bound. Oh, Brutal. Hmm. The A is the ampersand. Yeah. Brutal? Brutal. Brutal. Yeah, and then Bound. Bound. I love that movie. It was good. <laughs> you seen that one? Sounds yeah, but really familiar. Headlander yeah. looks awesome because that's actually made by Double Fine. Yep. I, yeah, I, so I was... What's that? And it's Adult Swim, right? It's like an Adult Swim yeah. yeah. game. Yeah. I was yeah, in Sony's booth it, yeah. just kind of hanging out and uh, Steven Zatillo and um, the... What's the fucking the head-up guy in that studio? Tim Schafer? Yeah, Tim Schafer. They were just... Tim Schaefer was giving uh, Totillo like a, a demo, an explained demo of that game, and I just kind of hung around and like, listened to them talk to each other. That's pretty cool. Pretended he was talking to you. No, yeah. no, very much not <laughs> yes, that. Thank no, you so listening. much, Tim. I appreciate you. <laughs> it's a really good Steven Totillo impression Is that it? you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever met him. I never. But, I actually don't even know who Steven. I think he writes editor in chief of Kotaku.com. Yeah. Kotaku.com website. Okay. Very popular cake review, like yep. snack review website. <laughs> they like snacks. Snack Taku. Hawk Taku, another great website <laughs> that we like to go to. Also on Tuesday, Hyperlight Drifter is coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Came out on PC back in March. Awesome. Now console players can play it. Super good. I've heard good things. Hyperlight Drifter? Yeah, maybe. That, can play it in VR yet? <laughs> I don't know. Is that game coming to VR? It should. Well, that was super hyper. Have you played it? No. Oh, yeah. it's a it's a really cool game. It's, um, you know, hack and slash. Uh, Honestly, a little bit similar to Fury in that respect, uh, but like a lot more world exploring, you know, uh, overworld Zelda type kind of top down exploration, like old old Zelda. All uh, I know is I remember seeing the trailer and the first thing were like these like titans and the yeah. clouds, and I was like sold. Yeah, that looks awesome. <laughs> it's also it's also uh, a kickstarted game, so nice. those the, the the track record of those aren't the incredible, pixel artists, but it's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> Soundtrack is awesome. Boss battles are. Uh, unique and fun, but really, really hard. Um, but it's 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 an interesting game. It has some it has some issues in the um, like the aesthetic department, like the the map itself, like your kind of overworld map is like mm-hmm. really hard to read. Uh, and but it's like it's because of like 
it's stylized, you know, like they did. It's not just like an overworld map. There's yeah. like depth to it. It looks really weird. It looks like circuitry. It's I don't like know. These next three months are going to be awesome for me personally, because like I like all four of these games. I'm interested in them. Then what I'm still up in the air about No Man's Sky. But uh, I don't think anyone knows enough about that game to make an assessment as yeah. to whether or not it's going to be something that you actually want to play. Like I want it, right. but like I'm just so skeptical of a game this scale. Right. right. Mm-hmm. The only and... definitive answer I have personally, like subjectively for No Man's Sky, is like it's a game I for sure 100% don't care about. <laughs> right. Like I, I that game does absolutely nothing for me. Like the style, I. I there's there's no safer uh, bet for me of like what I'm not spending money on. It's no man's yeah. guy. I, I like I don't know. Like I'm really interested. In it. Like I love like everything that they've shown about it. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know I loved Project Ego. Sure. And then it released as Fable. Mm-hmm. And so it's like games of this scale are just so. And and especially with me being like when I play a game that I'm really into. I definitely like to be a completionist in it. And that's with 18 <laughs> quintillion planets... That's never going to happen, buddy. Yep. Like, yep. You know. And then there's just like so much stuff that's ultimately... like You can just tell what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, the whole goal is to get to the center of the universe. And it's like, well, that's probably going to be Earth. You know? Sure. Like, so, but if your yeah. camera just turns on and it's you... Yeah. You are the center yeah, of the universe. <laughs> like, it, like in Tearaway. Yep. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just like one of those things like... And there's a lot of stuff I read on that's interesting, but then it's like, well, like when they were talking about how like you know some of the 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 life that's on this planet, it's like they that they actually didn't create it was like generated. It's like no, all well, that's that, from spore from yeah. the creature yeah. created. And it's like that's cool, but like that's also kind of dumb. We synced like, with we actually synced with the spore database. Yeah, it's ninety percent of planets are dicks. Yeah, it's all <laughs> penis creatures. Yeah, it's all it is. I don't know. Like I'm gonna give it like a week after it comes out to see how it's faring but right. ultimately it's like i like everything i see it, but i don't want to put my money into it right but uh I, I was honestly curious how no man's sky would perform on twitch with the amount of people that were hyped for this game you know for the past three years and it's one of those slow enough games where there's enough action but it's also exploratory enough that you can interact with chat so i was wondering how like that would be a thing so it's coming out on pc as well right mm-hmm. yeah exactly. so it's gonna be um I think there's going to be a really, like, the, the big guys will probably touch it. You know, you'll yeah. see Lyric play it. You'll see people like that play it. Um, but it's also, I think it's going to die down into a very hardcore niche. Yeah, community. no, of course. Similar yeah. to, like, right now you have people that are playing, like, Star Citizen and stuff like that mm-hmm. and Elite Dangerous and these mm-hmm. kind of, like, space exploration. I, they have a very, that. very dedicated hardcore communities for those games. Mm-hmm. And I think No Man's Sky is going to scratch that exact same itch. And I think so. I think that's that's how it's going to live. I don't think it's going to become, like, a you know, top 10 consistent video game on Twitch, no, no. you know. But not like Pokemon Go. Not like Pokemon I Go. I watch every day. Those streams are actually have been Those hilarious. streams are incredible. I've been watching yeah. some of those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting for someone to actually get mugged on a Twitch <laughs> stream. I mean, that was... It's bound to happen, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, with people like Ice Poseidon and Wreckful and Summit are doing these Pokemon Go streams and they're going out in the world and it's really, really fascinating to watch. Um, yeah, I watched... Crazy content. I watch Raynad play Hearthstone a lot, but one night, like a couple nights, he was he going out. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm two hours laying in bed watching this stupid motherfucker walk around. Yeah, some of them are really the good. Limits of you know what we will watch on Twitch. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. <laughs> I, mean, I never thought I would want to watch a lot of play people, an AR game. A lot yeah. of people watch. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Dan Reichert. Like everyone, what tunes him in going to Taco Bell? Yeah, right. <laughs> on Periscope. <laughs> on Periscope, he's the Periscope princess. Yep. <laughs> oh, news! I did forget that I was going to bring up. 
that uh, very important anniversary was yesterday on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. The 16 year yeah. anniversary of Waluigi's existence. Right. We celebrated. Cool. Mario Mario Tennis uh, came Mario out Tennis. July 21st, 2000. That was his first game? Yep. Yep. Really? He was made as a doubles partner 64? for Wario. Yeah, Wario needed a doubles partner. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. They needed Kanan. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Emails. GamerExpress at gmail.com is the email address if you want to email this show and have your email read by me. How many times did you say email? Emails. Email. Uh, electronic email. Emails. Electronic So we emails. don't have one? Nicholas yes. sends us an email. It says, hey, everybody. So we seem to have uh, be having a crazy year of Pokemon so far. All kinds of new figures and items, a borderline revolution thanks to Pokemon Go, and now there's even news of a Detective Pikachu live-action movie in the works. I don't read these before. they. So, yeah. uh, How much longer do you think this can keep going? It seems there is definitely no shortage of Pokemon stuff coming out. Do you think uh, they'll ever slow down or stop releasing games every one to two years? I give it three months and it's done. I think in three, three, months, three months, no, everything. Pokemon's <laughs> over. They're gonna just, that's it. That's a bold prediction. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> and a month before the new game comes out, it's crazy. <laughs> just, I don't know why they did it that. It will sell zero. Yeah, yeah. They're just gonna cancel. Sun and Moon is just like, wait, no um, one's buying well, this. You, What's going you know, on? a lot of like the like the big popularity and so much content is coming out for Pokemon this year is because it's the 25th anniversary. So that's true. 20th. The 20th. Whatever. 25 years of Sonic. That's right. <laughs> Which we're not getting a game until next that's year. That's great. So. Yeah. I can't wait to see how the, the Sonic 26th anniversary of Sonic. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's, that Twitter is so it's, good. It's though. the big anniversary of Pokemon. So like they're trying to like pump out as much Pokemon stuff as popular. Right. Yeah, as I think possible, I still, so. Pokemon's not going anywhere. It hasn't yeah. gone anywhere in the past 20 years. I don't know if it'll go anywhere in the next 20 years. You know? So I think it, I think it's here to stay. It'll, it'll it'll definitely slow down like next year with like the release of like Sun and Moon before the year's over. Do you yeah. think in 2017 we'll have another mainline Pokemon game, or do you think they're going to keep? Uh, I think with... that would be too soon. Well, Especially from 2009 to 2015, they release a new line, a new game every year. Yeah, but I mean, like with Sun and Moon, like I think it'll stick around for a while. I think and, they'll like, start will... staggering. Well, no, because Yokai Watch think, is also this year. I think year, before but... a new like generation or anything, we might get a Gen 4 remake, but that's stretching. That would be stupid. I can literally play Gen 4 on my 3DS right now. Like, 2017, not your NX, though. aren't they going to? fix the servers for Pokemon Go. That's the I big question. Maybe that's, really hoping. Maybe that's it. I hope we have this conversation on our Game of the Year show in December. Like, do you think the Pokemon servers will be better in 2017? <laughs> well, we haven't launched in Antarctica yet. That's so true. It's going to be a gonna shit the bed when that yeah. happens. Also, he asked us uh, our opinion or thoughts on the Detective Pikachu movie, which we kind of touched I'm on. I'm very yeah, curious. Exactly <laughs> that I need to see what the hell that is. Like, I just... He wears a brown hat. What? <laughs> he lives in I'm London. I'm so confused. He crimes. He's Pikachu Sherlock. Like He's Pikachu going to yeah. figure out did who you see, Jack Did you the see Ripper these pictures when the game no. was announced? Are there pictures? Yeah, well, no, not from the movie, but from like when the game was announced. No. I don't think so. Well, this is an awesome this is a live visual reaction. podcast. This is a like, live reaction. Cut this out of the show. So that's no. that's there you go. No. That looks awesome. If you want to follow yeah. along at home, go to your Google browser and type in Detective Pikachu and click images, and that's exactly what we're looking at right now. Do make sure it's what is safe this for? search. Is this DS? <laughs> Keep is the this safe DS? search on. It's a DS game, right? 3DS? It's 3DS. Yeah, 3DS. No, it's a the Xbox One. Oh <laughs> my god. Pikachu that's... winking at a lady. I want this game now. <laughs> I don't know if I want the movie, but I you want to go game. after you need to go watch the trailer and hear Pikachu talk. It, Pikachu. I, I want yeah. it to be Danny DeVito. That's <laughs> well, that's yeah, because the, the the Japanese voice it is, is very Japanese. yeah. It's very deep. Japanese it's DeVito. Very, it's very deep. That's why I wanted DeVito. Danny DeVito, son, American version. 
Uh, so thanks for that email, Nicholas. GamewareExpress at gmail.com is that email address, which brings us to our last segment of the show, which is called Special Stages, which is kind of a free-for-all, whatever you want to talk about. We fight? Hmm. Yes, we fight. Ready? Okay. Let's go. Oh, no, well, you know, whatever non-gaming related thing you'd like to share with the world, anything you want to talk about. Like for mine, for example, uh, HBO came out and announced the... Uh, release date for season seven of Game of Thrones will be later than it oh, usually yeah. is. Uh, usually they come out in April. It's going to be later in the summer, and, and it'll only, only be seven episodes, seven episodes, as opposed to its normal ten. We already weird. knew that. That was the right. rumor. That was the rumor. Oh, and there was already a rumor about that. I well, didn't yeah, know. yeah. Now no, I confirmed. thought that I thought it was already confirmed that the it next would, season would be seven, and the the one after that's going to be like only the five. only thing that come out and said really? is they had about seventy three hours of stuff they wanted to do, which means about thirteen yeah. hours left, and they. And they came out and said that they were going to be releasing later in the year because they wanted to film in the winter time, in winter, as yeah. opposed to filming in the summer. Well, because winter, is winter's here. coming. It's here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you got to so. understand, like, also in production, like, so season six, sure. I can guarantee you that about seventy percent of the money they got for season six went into those final two episodes. Sure. Oh, definitely. Sure. There were big episodes. I I think because of these like next two seasons going to be much shorter, like that. I can guarantee you we're gonna have a lot of episodes. Higher like quality that. episodes. Interesting. Yeah. That so makes because sense. I mean it's it's getting to the end. And I mean winter, you know, the, all the White Walkers are Is starting it though? to come. Is it so. like that's the thing. I, I'm curious how many seasons left until like they finish Game of Thrones it's gonna be before a, George R. R. Martin even oh, releases the next book. It right? will. Like, I mean, they only have two seasons left. Yeah, like, that's that. confirmed. Yes. yes I absolutely. had no idea. And he's not even rushing to finish that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he's, taking he's pretty much like... It'll be interesting to see like, if Winds of Winter will be out by the time Game of Thrones, the TV show, is over. But, like, have they... Is it... They've gone off rails at this point. They're just there's their own sure, story. It's but like, like Full he's Metal also, Alchemist. I think I said this before. Yeah, Full Metal really? Alchemist. The original series ended before the manga ended, and yeah. the story was not what the manga would. That's end why up being Brotherhood and yeah, Brotherhood redid, it. redid the whole thing. But then, are we gonna the get? Are we gonna get Game of Thrones Brotherhood? Brotherhood? <laughs> like, Man, is that gonna happen? That, I'm very that confused. Be but like, it's not like they've. Uh, uh, I I didn't. I never read the the Full Metal Alchemist manga, right? Yeah. But like, it doesn't seem like they've gone that far off the rails. Well, I for think Game that they're consulting with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think it's major they're plot points. They're telling the story that he wants. That he will. Eventually. Well, I think it's major plot points I think are happening, but how they get to those major plot points, are I think, different. yeah, sure. David and DB are kind I'm not, of I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, a reader of the books. I haven't right, read the right. books. I'm only a show watcher. Well, the, like, bo- the books are also like very different in the sense of like you understand like the character's thought process a sure, lot more. Sure. So you know how like in watching the show everyone's been having this theory about Jon Snow yeah. and being the kid. And then like it kinda went off rails where a lot of people were like, well it could be Daenerys and they had like a baby swap mm-hmm. and like da 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 da. But it's like when you read the books, I mean I haven't it's more read more clear. Right. Like sure. in the in the first few chapters, it's just so clear that John Snow, yeah, that John Snow <laughs> yeah. has something to do with his sister because it's like every time they talk about John Snow in the book, it goes into Ned's thought process and how it mm, always I triggers see. his sister telling him to keep his promise. Uh, yeah, I see. But okay. it's like when they mention Daenerys, it's like nothing. Sure. So it's like it's it's obvious that John Snow has some kind of connection to his sister. Sure. Whereas in the show, it's like. I kind of picked that up in the first episode when, like, he was leaving for the Night's Watch, and he's like, when you get back, we'll talk about your mother. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, they kind of hint at it, but it's the book is so much more in the, yeah. the thoughts of mm-hmm. the character. But I wonder if people will even care as much, you know? But, like, but the, bo- the book's also, like, 
they have a lot of characters that sure, aren't yeah. in the show. Yeah. But the show is kind of like an embodiment of two characters. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of the biggest ones in the book is Lady Stoneheart. Yeah. And it's like while I don't think she'll appear Make an appearance. in the yeah. show, mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like Sansa's character has really gone to her leadership. Sure, sure. So it, it's stuff like that that I mean the show is gonna be different than the books if mm-hmm. the books ever come out, but it's I I find it's very well done from sure, it. and it's great. and it's definitely like you know they took what they needed out of the books to make this show good. Yeah. yeah. And there's your Gameware of Thrones minute. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I mean, I don't really have anything. That was mine to rant. Oh. Game of Thrones rant. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Vaughn. Can we just talk about how well the shots are done? <laughs> we already did that. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like the, I don't really have anything. Nothing fun to on. talk We're very about. Boring right now. Celebrate. Nothing. To it's share. been a it's been a pensive week in the Martin household. Oh yeah. Some family problems. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Renee's been spending her nights at the hospital. And oh I've wow. I've seen her like all of four hours this week. Oh shit. She'll get home at eight a.m. and wow. Go to sleep for however many hours. But yeah. Thoughts and prayers. If yeah, if that's yeah. a thing you do, then just I would say. You know. Yeah, for sure. Some positive thoughts. Or it's uh, Brittany's grandmother's been in the hospital. Oh, okay. So. It's yeah, it's not fun. How you doing over there, Vaughn? I'm doing all right, but I got nothing. <laughs> Y'all are all fired. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I, mean, we, I mean, we don't need you. We don't, we don't have to have something. It's just something that you like, hey, yo, if you have something, which we don't have, so. I'll just, here, let's video me, like, kicking a car into oblivion and that'll <laughs> perfect, perfect. Brad, do you have anything you'd um, like to to share? Any recommendations? I, uh, yeah, anything? I have uh, uh, maybe t- maybe two things. Yeah. Uh, one was uh was honestly just GDQ it was dope. Yeah. Uh, that was like one of my favorite things. I, I love the is GDQ there, events because I really you know, want to go to AGDQ next year. You should. Is it's it so is it good. just you're in there and you watch the speed run? Are there other activities See, that's going the thing, on? Is or? like. When I so I've been to the past. This is my third GDQ. I went mm-hmm. to SGDQ last year, then AG because they do two of year. Yeah. So SGDQ, AGDQ, then SGDQ, which is Minnesota, and then it was in Washington D.C. and mm-hmm. then Minnesota. Um, I spend so little time in the actual streaming. Really? Room. Yeah. Every, they have they have an arcade there. Oh, they okay. have a pinball machine set up. They have a That's practice awesome. room. They have a casual room. They have like a tournament room where they do it's like almost like a Bros. mini speed running yeah, kind of con. Yeah, it's, it's great. Like, like I spend so much time with like dope speed running partners and people that. And there's a board game room that I spend a lot of time in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like to DM like one night werewolf games and Secret Hitler and like just like bring people together. That's and, like, awesome. It's it's I love it. And the other the one bad thing you could think about <laughs> it is that uh, it's a 24 hour event, right? Like it's always open. It's in yeah. a hotel. My sleep schedule gets mm-hmm. I can destroyed. Imagine. Like I can imagine. After the first day, I'm going to bed at like 7 a.m. and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my god, what is happening to me?" Um, is there any cost? I mean, I'm sure you get a badge if you're going for work, or whatever. But is there any cost to like attend these? Like a badge cost, or you just kind of show yeah, up? Yeah, no, or? there is. Uh, you do have to register. I think it's like uh, you may have looked at it before. Maybe like 40 to 60 bucks. Yeah, something. it's something. That's not too that bad. For yeah. like that, is it for that whole for the whole? For the whole thing. The whole yeah, thing. one badge for the whole thing. Wow, you either so. get an attendee or if you're a runner, you get a runner badge, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, you can also, I believe, volunteer fairly easily maybe. Um, but, yeah, it's it's such a fun event. I absolutely love being there. It's uh, awesome, yeah. It always looks so fun. I haven't been to one yet, so I you really to want to go to one. Yeah, it's so good. Like even as don't you have a does one of your relatives? I think your sister lives in DC or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's an excuse to go, there you go. see. <laughs> see, and, and, and go, yeah, is that why you want to go to HDQ because it's in DC? 
Well, that is just I just want to go to a, a GDQ. Right. <laughs> it, I, just, a I GDQ, just want to do. I want to go to some GDQ. Yeah, and AGDQ is the bigger of the two. Yeah, that's what it um, seems like. It's the one that's been going on longer, but it's mm -hmm. uh, not to mention it's, it's in winter, a... and I love winter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Minnesota was hot in July. Really? It was very, very yeah. hot. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, those events are fantastic, uh, and they I think they raised like 1.3 million or something. Yeah. At SGDQ, we talked about that last week. It's super cool. Awesome. Uh, I love those events. Yeah, that's kind of my my thing. And then the second thing I wanted to bring up, uh, I passed this today on the interstate, and I'm very curious what uh, what movie tavern is. Okay, so what is, what is this? Are you what familiar with the Alamo Draft House? Is that is that it's a Baton Rouge it, Alamo Draft House? It's like a worse Alamo Draft House. Yeah. Interesting. I still okay. haven't been there yet. It's uh, I've been there. to the one on the North Shore. There's one in Covington. Okay, I was and I was passing by and I was like I was you know that how there's like those sound barriers. I was yeah. like I wonder if City Place is still there. Yeah. And I I, I past the sound barrier things and i see movie tavern and i'm like it's like do you wish you this? could like go to chili's and get curbside pickup and then go to a movie theater ah. and watch a movie as people walk in front of you constantly and I use see. their cell phones and eat loudly so it's a garbage yeah. place yes i mean i have no interest in going there okay. i went i went once because i went to alamo draft house when i visited austin too i love alamo draft awesome house. yeah and it's, it's like it's it's like they're trying but not Okay. Like, okay. you know, Alamo Draft House. I mean, I've only been to the one in Austin, but like, you you, you, sit, your, you sit your chair and you have like it's kind of like a long bar that yeah. like your table is, and then the row in front of you is just gone because mm -hmm. that's where the people walk under you. Yeah. Nope. In Movie Tavern, they walk just fucking right in front of you. They'll talk well, to you. Actually, the movie, I like, take that back. The one I went to in, in Austin. There's like three of them in Austin. Yeah, the one I went to in Austin, I saw. I was there for South by Southwest, and we saw Zootopia. Mm -hmm. Was it was like in between every pair of seats, there was a little table. Oh, okay. So, so it wasn't different. like a long bar. So okay. there was someone that walked in front of you, and you would put like a little piece of paper. See, that's how it was to, at like, uh, signal them to like at, take um, That's how it was with the paper thing. But the one I went to was just a two theater. Interesting. Theater. Okay. That's the one I went to. Yeah, and oh, okay. the, like the seat in front of you is gone, so you, you, they walk and you don't see it. Interesting. Okay. So, but yeah, movie taverns like you have your own little table, and it swings around like you're in school at a desk, but like the waiters just walk fucking in front of you. They don't care. At least the one I There's went. It's not to. a very good staff. Is what no, saying. and then like. They want to come talk to you, like bring out your check, like before the movie ends. It's like motherfucker, yeah. this is the last ten minutes of the movie. I don't want to talk to you or settle yeah. my bill right now. I'll do yeah. it after. So, Interesting. It, it was just uh, I again. I haven't been to the one Baton Rouge. I've only been to the one on the North Shore. Uh, but I so I feel like a it's a problem that could be alleviated by uh, just better staffing. Yeah, like just no being more cognizant of like, right. Hey, I don't and also at over. Draft House, since they're out there walking around, they don't fuck with cell phones. They'll just kick you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know here whatever. I know there's been many a news story of like. People kicked out of Alamo Draft House yeah. because they have a no nonsense policy. Right, but it again at movie tavern they don't care. Okay, so it looks very weird. Yeah, I just had to ask. And why. the food is <laughs> mediocre. Okay, still need to try it out at some point. I, I want to go to it. I want to go to it at least. Oh really? From there. What's that? I know someone who got food poisoning. Oh really? Oh, that's, yeah. not good. Cool. That's, right. that's not good. Well, then, I guess I need to watch what I eat there. <laughs> <laughs> So that is it. That is our show. Brad, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for uh, having me. Randomly being in town. I see you're in town and text you. Hey, do you <laughs> want to come do this tonight? Yeah, no, this is fantastic. Thank you for having me. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I, mostly on Twitter, twitter.com slash thepluto. Mm -hmm. Three O's. It's terrible. It's the worst thing ever. Uh, <laughs> the at, two at, at Pluto is taken by some guy who like role plays as the planet every like four years when something <laughs> happens. Like, he's like, he tweets like a few, uh, you know, a few, I think it was a month or a year ago. He's like, oh, look, Voyager's flying by. Never tweeted again. Like, that's all he does. <laughs> I want, I want that handle, but like whatever. Fuck that guy. So at the Pluto with three O's and, um, uh, just twitch.tv slash Pluto as well if you want to. I rarely stream, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> cool. So. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. 
I'm at V the White Mage. I am at Steve Gameware. And I am at Frismanuts. And you can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. You can listen to this on SoundCloud, where I upload it every Friday, as well as on iTunes, Xbox Music, and Google Play. If you are going to be at MechaCon 2016 next weekend, come to our panel Saturday, July 30th, 5 p.m. in panel room 3. Also, I'll be doing a panel with Cody Louvier, founder of King Crow Studios, called So You Want to Quit Your Job and Make Games, huh? And that's Friday night at 6 p.m. in panel room 4. So, busy MechaCon. And don't forget to follow King Crow Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is the game company I work for, and we're working on Quest of Souls. And, of course, next week's episode will not air on Friday because we are recording it live at MechaCon in New Orleans. So if you're there that night, you'll be able to see it live as it happens. If not, it'll be posted on SoundCloud, most likely on Sunday, so everyone else will be able to hear the great times we had while in New Orleans. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. Uh, have a great weekend, and we will see you next week.